All right, so we're back. We had a couple of technical difficulties going on here with uh, with the internet, but uh, back here with uh, with Narge and Joe here. We're talking about Lex Luger, and uh, Narge, you were making a point when we had to drop off. Uh, I'll let you keep going. What was my point? You were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so remind me. Well, I think it was about um, him being, you know, the Captain America crap. Yeah, I um, mean, well, so that's what I was talking about. So with him and Vince, I think you could even see, they, they showed a moment in the interview last night, or in the documentary, where Vince and him, he's trying to cut a promo, mm-hmm. and Vince has to keep reassuring him yeah. that it's okay to make mistakes and stuff. They want you to be normal, he kept saying. They want you to be normal. Yeah, you make mistakes, you know, and Luger didn't, I, you could tell. I mean, He's a perfectionist. He's, look at his body, he's a perfectionist, yeah. and I think Vince could see right there. Vince, Vince could read people. He was like, this isn't working. And I'm just wondering at what point, and they never really got to that, neither Pritchard or anybody else, at what point during the bus tour did Vince go, I'm not putting the belt on him. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I just, my microphone's Yeah, I lost Mike's audio. <laughs> yep, hang on. There More time go. for me to talk. <laughs> there, oh, there we go. Yeah. Damn. But but it just it felt like such a huge fumble. And Joe, I know you want to elaborate more, but that was one of the biggest as a kid. That was a big what if back then. Ninety three, I was uh, nine, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh yeah, Luger, he's awesome. Right. You know all of yeah. this stuff. And being a guy, I'd seen Luger in WCW before that, so I was I was pumped for Luger to win the belt. Yeah. And so I, that's that's the thing, though. I mean, you're pumped because this guy's pumped. This guy's big. This guy's huge, and he's something you've never seen before. But sacrilege let's talk about that for a second replacing the four horsemen and becoming a part of the four horsemen i think that was a huge miss because he didn't fit he wasn't part of that he was a he was a weird fit i mean body wise he fit because you know symbol of excellence all that stuff Oli was on his way out anyway yeah. uh, they, i think they should have probably just gone right to Wyndham. Yes, yes. But, I, but I agree. Wyndham was red hot as a baby face. Luger was red hot as a heel coming in. So they want, and I think they wanted to have him with those guys to work with him and kind of season him a little bit too. Yeah, and I think that's something that just never happened. I don't think that he ever matured as a he, wrestler. He didn't really get the time. He was only yeah. he was with them for less than a year. Yeah, and then the same thing happened at WWE. They they just threw him into into the deep end of the ocean and then threw him on the bus. Right. And the bus was probably the worst thing that ever happened. Now, to be fair, they did put him with Hennig for a while, which is if you're going to put him with anybody to kind of get to, you to learn how to get work. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the guy. But. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, but but yeah. the best thing I think that ever happened to Lex Luger was going back to WCW. Oh, definitely. And he, for me, that's where he shined. When he went back the second time, he he was amazing. And uh, when he became part of the NWO and and all that, I really, I, I loved it. I loved it. I actually did. I did. I, I thought all of that. But then, then again, that's where his downfall started. I'm going to say, when I remember... The night it it happened uh, this week or even today, I shared it earlier. The night he beat Hulk Hogan for the belt, that was this shocked. Week. Was shocked yeah. on Nitro, yeah, because yeah. they they built Hogan up so big, and I was like, eh, just gonna, you know, right. Luger. And I still I vividly remember watching that Nitro as a Me kid, too. thinking, whole. I mean, the whole locker room cleared out. They put him up yeah. on the shoulders. Yeah. It was awesome. And, and the then thing, you know, yeah, they lost a week later. But the thing, yeah, it's the thing to remember. They had he, he had a match with Hogan scheduled for that pay per view, like. Five days later, and they wound up putting the belt back on Hogan. Then, yeah. But I'm gonna make a point here. I don't. I I know Sting's build was huge in his character and all that. There was not a more valuable person in WCW than Lex Luger in 1996, 1997, because he I was he was the yeah. top baby face. He was working every week. Sting was out. Yeah, right. he was he was working the NWO. He was getting the sympathy from the fans every time he get beat down. 
So yeah, he that was, that was his best period, and I'm I'm with you on that, Joe. Yeah, I did not like when they put him with the NWO because I wanted him to stay WCW to be the foil with them. But I always thought the Wolfpack was a misstep anyway because you don't want the NWO to be baby faces. That's probably one of my favorite things in wrestling of all time, the Wolfpack NWO. I loved it. So I mean, that's for me that that was that was awesome. Right. But I like all the guys that were in the Wolfpack. Just yeah. it seemed like a weird like having Sting and Luger not with WCW seemed weird to me. But that's just that might just be my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I think with them being such good friends, now that we know that mm-hmm. business partners, right, and, and that it's it's it makes sense to split them up because, um, you know, too much of that camaraderie would be something that that could uh, come into the to the wrestling. But mm-hmm. you know, with them, I, and here's the thing, and this is and this is kind of going to be where I go into a little bit of controversy here. I know a lot of people with addiction. And they turn to religion. Mm-hmm. And I think religion is another form of addiction for them. They, 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 they get into this overall thing where, you know, they've got this religion backing them up now. And, and it's, it's all about that. But, but I think it's good for them. I think it's something that they need helps to, get them on, to, to, to find that. But I've seen way too many people who get disheartened disheartened hearted with the uh, right. with the religion when something goes wrong mm-hmm. a, a family member dies a friend dies a child dies and then they're right back to the drugs because they've used that as another addiction mm-hmm. well i think i think the word and I'm, I'm on the same page i think the right word though is it's a crutch right i think alcoholism and drug dependency and all these other things, they're crutches. And what they do is they change one crutch to another. They go, okay, I'm going to quit this. So I'm going to go do this. And it's religion. And some people choose, you know, oh, I'm going to become this person and do this. Yep. And what they do is they supplant the activity that they were addicted to that was their crutch, right? That, well, I had a bad day. I'll have a drink. That'll make it better. They supplant it with something else. And when that something else doesn't work, they either move back to the addiction that they had, like you said, or they'll move on to yet another thing. Or maybe they were, maybe they be, they joined a Catholic and they're on oh, it doesn't work. So now they're going to become Buddhist and they'll they'll hop around religions. All they're looking for is a way to take fill a, away, fill a hole. yeah, to fill some kind of a hole in their system, and they don't, you know. So, but no, I absolutely agree with you that that I see a lot of that everywhere. And, and that really brings me to my last point about Luger is he jumped onto this religion and he's he's part of that, and I and and I see that. But he also jumped onto something else at the end of the at the end of the thing last night. Um, he's actually training one of my favorite people ever on Survivor. Oh yeah, Jonathan. Well, that's what that is. The guy at the end of the video. That was him. Yeah, I don't. I don't Jonathan. watch Survivor, so I never. No, no, no. That's never Jonathan, heard of one of my favorite people from Survivor ever. And I think Lex Luger may have found his niche for the rest of his life. Oh yeah, which is training and motivating people. Yeah, like that. he may not be physically able to show them anymore. But the diet, the regimen, the knowledge is there. You right. could you could see last night when they were interviewing him, just a totally different person than he was years ago. I, he's been humbled. He's yeah. definitely oh, been yeah. humbled. Oh, yeah, he's, he's very much yeah. Um, in the religion thing, I'm a religious person too. So, but I get it, Joe. There are folks like that. There have been some. You know, Sting was one who kind of was going down yep. that path and yep. jumped yeah. over. Uh, and World Warrior Hawk, same deal. Hawk, yeah. Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase, Michaels. But he's got, he's got, he doesn't have just a religion now. He's got this, when he talked about, when he talked about training Jonathan, he had this light in his eye Mm -hmm. of, I'm helping somebody else now. And that's something that Lex Luger never had his entire career. I don't think, I don't think he ever helped anybody during his career. 
And I, I could say that straight faced. I don't think right. he ever helped anybody. But I'm, I think he probably would agree with you on that. Because he seemed very self-aware during yeah. that documentary. Yeah. Like, he was well aware how arrogant he was, how he was always out for himself, for better or worse. Now, was he a, and I'm, was he a heel predominantly, or did he yeah. do both he, sides of the he table? He went back or? and forth, but mainly he was a... Predominantly a heel? He couldn't be a face. He wasn't a good face. Okay. Except for in WCW, when he came At back. At the very end. At the very end, yes. Yeah. Yes. You but mean for the when, most part, when people are near death and they're like, I better change no, my no, ways, no, no, no. that type oh, no, of thing? No, no, that was the glory days of his career. Really? Yeah. Wow. When he was young and pull of piss and vinegar, he yeah. was a natural heel back then. The vinegar was everywhere? Right. But as he got older, then... Or was it the piss? <laughs> well, yeah. that remains to be seen, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, right. I mean, I think he felt the same thing from um, uh, WWE that everybody else did. Uh, he just didn't fit there. And right. when he got to WCW and back there, I think he felt mm-hmm. he was home and, and he really shined there and... I'm proud to say I'm back as a Lex Luger fan yeah. um, because I was misinformed about yeah. the whole situation. Let me ask you this real quick. What do you think would have happened had he not went to WCW and stayed? I think he uh, had no career. He would have. He probably would have stagnated. If he would have been able to get out of the USA character, he might have been all right. Yeah. But he'd have to go heel. And that said, I didn't really see a path for him with Mm-mm. where it yeah. went at like... Attitude era, I don't know. I know what he did in WCW, but I didn't see. When he was in the Wolfpack, for me, I thought he felt out of place. He, he, he had the dark. Uh, did you see it last night? The, the dark beard. goatee. You know, looked like bad I Superman or whatever. I really did. That was, like I said, that was one of my favorite. He, yeah. he just didn't seem to fit though. the cool vibe that Conan and Nash right. and some of those guys right. had. Even Paul Sting, tomato face Sting <laughs> felt out of place. Yeah. He may have never got into drugs and may have never gone down that path and had that history if he'd have stayed in WWE. But I don't think he'd have been in wrestling for much longer. Yeah, I really don't. Now he probably he probably would be happy to retire and run his gym and yeah. or do whatever. Uh, Joe, we're going to ask the same two questions we asked Kyler when he was in here okay. as we're wrapping up with you. Uh, favorite moment in wrestling this year, like across the board. Honestly, um, I was just talking about that out there with Menders um, when Becky's been down this path lately of mm-hmm. of kind of self-destruction mm-hmm. where she's beating herself up after every match and she looks stupid as hell getting crazy and, and that but when her and Rhonda stood up together at SummerSlam Bianca or Bianca yeah yeah sorry you're good when her and Bianca stood up together at SummerSlam I thought oh okay now this yeah. this could work yeah and you heard from the crowd too they yeah they popped for it they were ready yeah and this could change her trajectory change her attitude get her back in the graces of people I think mm-hmm. uh, so for me that was probably one of my favorite moments this year. Okay. Now, <laughs> to ask a leading question, a favorite moment from the show, from this show this past year? This show? Hmm. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, it's it's probably the very first show and just seeing it get kicked off the ground. Um, seeing that you guys kind of work well together. Um, we try. <laughs> you know, Mike gets a little pissy every now and then, like a little bitch, but... Uh, <laughs> You are not. You are not wrong. I, you are not wrong. I have my 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 Tuesdays where you know I'm kind of grumpy. And, and, and Mark thinks he knows everything. Not Marco. Marco doesn't know shit. Right. Not about wrestling. <laughs> uh, but you think you know everything, Mark. So I like to think that's, so. Uh, that's always fun to. If I don't, I can I can I can fake it. Just ask but, my brother. Uh, you know, at first I thought, oh, man, this Marco needs to shut up. He doesn't know shit about wrestling. That's a guy. Did we, but have, it's a great, did we forget to invite your brother? It's become a great little segment where uh, Marco does that. So, Yeah. It, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I read. He asks questions where you roll your eyes. And <laughs> True, but until tonight, nobody could see them rolling their eyes, asshole. <laughs> but the good thing is, Marco brings that perspective of the non-fan in. So, right. So we like having that, so we can kind of. I bring the the wide-eyed, the innocent novice look yeah. to the whole is thing. Is this real? This is the <laughs> old, this is the only time I ever seem naive and unknowing about anything. Is this show? I see yeah, your early days. I can, I, can fake, I can fake knowledge in almost every subject except wrestling. You can fake a lot of things. Uh, hey, so can his girlfriends. Right. So, Joe, uh, thanks a lot for coming in with us. Only man. on the third and, uh, Tuesday. You were with us when we interviewed Alex Cologne. Yep. And uh, you were with us on uh, the crazy night when we didn't know if we were going to be doing a show uh, for personal reasons. And you helped us really keep that uh, keep that anchored down. So we appreciate it. And, Anytime. Uh, and we will be having you back on if we do this movie episode that Marco keeps oh, wanting yeah, to do. I definitely want to be a part of that. <laughs> then we'll bring you back in for that. Yeah. But, uh, so uh, thanks to uh, Joe Lamandoa, the heavy metal cowboy, friend of the show, and uh, you can I guess find you on Facebook and all that stuff if you yeah. want to. Yeah, heavy metal cowboy. <laughs> um, it's part of my name. Right. Right. Any other websites you want to show while you're here? Uh, well, anything I mean, that rhymes with Cornhub? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm VIP for Pornhub. So, uh, the man who memorized Mention Pornhub. me there and get a discount. No. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the thing, though, is one of his best friends is selling dogs all the time. You sell dogs? One of your best friends oh, is selling She slings them. Holy fuck, she slings this guy's... Ah. Dude, here, hand him that bottle. He's way behind. <laughs> if you're in the Champagne area, yeah, oh. check out Shell's Dogs and Speaking Catering dogs. on oh, the... Yes. Uh, the Facebook, she she's got the best wieners around. Yeah, and if you get her for private parties, it's even better. She got a full menu, um, but uh, you, you can catch her out at like it's the total package. Millie's right. on Friday, and <laughs> see what you did. Uh, she's at uh, Booms Boomerangs on Sundays. Sundays, yeah. Right. She said she got some other things cooking up here. Yeah, soon. Besides, she's got, she's got a few festivals awesome. and stuff coming up. So awesome. All, All right, right, guys. Joe, thanks a lot, man. See ya. Appreciate it. Send in the next victim. All right. Well, yeah. While well, we get our next, oh. uh, well, victim sounds. Um, like foreboding, Narge. Next, our next guest. But let's get back to our top ten while we're waiting, Narge. Uh, we did our first two. Number eight, uh, also from well, actually, this is the one from 1990. Uh, Steel Cage, Warrior, and Rick Rude. I love that. You're hitting all my favorites, but I'm an early guy. That that is actually probably my favorite, second favorite Warrior match behind Warrior Hogan at six. That the three best matches he's had were. This one with Rude in the cage, the one with Hogan at WrestleMania, and the one with Savage at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 7. Yeah. After, other than that, I could really take early Warrior. No disagree. I, I enjoyed him, what was it, the year after? we met. It's probably not on your list, the tag match with him and Hogan. Oh, the, the match made in hell? Yeah. With Sid. Sid. It was silly. It was but, silly, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not on the list, but I did, I did enjoy that. Yes. yes. Uh, but yeah, my, my mom enjoyed that when... Uh, Warrior pulled Rick's pants down, <laughs> pulled him out of the. Of hey, the he took any chance he could get to show off the backside. Did you notice if that? I, he was if always... I was in his shape, I would too. Yeah, he was one of them. When Jer- Jericho's kind of turning into that, he's been doing it lately a, a too. A little bit. All right, so that's our number n- number eight. Number seven, I've got my personal favorite uh, main event from SummerSlam, Narge, and that's 2000 Triple Threat uh, Angle, The Rock, and Triple H. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Angle got knocked stupid in the first three minutes, <laughs> <laughs> came out with a concussion and stumbled his way into a being having a pretty damn good performance all things considered and then uh just the rock and triple h basically had to call a match on the fly for 15 minutes until he came back out and three of the best professionals in the business like yeah. uh, you know if they were gonna fi- if there were three to figure it out those are probably the three to do it yeah so. 
What number have we reached? Uh, that was number six. Number or, six. I'm sorry, number seven. Number seven. seven. Okay, well. Right. So, and now we're ready to welcome to the table. Yep. A uh, friend of the show, our zero one expert, uh, my buddy Menders. How you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you First guys doing? First plug zero one, Mr. Cavazos has asked for some... <laughs> Verbal acknowledgement, I believe, is the best way to put that. I don't know. I didn't see the message. Zero one USA. Let yes. us know what's going on with Zero One in the next three or four weeks. Uh, August twentieth, they are going to be in Mattoon at the Burgess Center again. Jonathan Gresham will be there. Okay, I have the full card in front of me as I of right too. now. Uh, let's see, Jonathan Gresham with Joey O'Reilly. Now he was originally out of the he show. Was he was originally. Came back. It was originally supposed to be Gresham and Bennett. Right. And then uh, Gresham pulled out, so it was going to be Bennett and O'Reilly. Correct. And then Bennett pulled out, and Gresham came back, so it's Gresham and O'Reilly. Yes. Any combination of those two, those three guys is a winner to me. So it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a match. It, it'll be a good match. Yeah. All right, I got Victor Analog against uh, Matt Fitchett, Junior Heavyweight Championship. Yep. <laughs> Analog with his TV helmet. Did I see? You call it. I, I, the only thing I know about that Matt Fitchett's doing something with Impact coming up. I is saw he? they've got like an Impact thing in Chicago. Oh, yeah, Emergence. Yeah, and he's wrestling... Uh, Bailey? No. No. <laughs> I don't remember, but uh, a bigger name on the card, so I was kind of okay. surprised to see I'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, then uh, our buddy Marvin. Marvin Moser. Our Bogo buddy Wife, Marvin. Uh, uh, Kyle Pfeiffer is his opponent on this. I don't know all about Kyle Pfeiffer. He's a big guy. Uh, you've seen him. I've seen him once. You have seen him. I saw him get squashed by Mad Dog. Hey, Menders, play Mexican Tag real quick. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh. Mexican Tag. <laughs> Oh, I know who it is now. She got to chase that tequila with it, that the it's, uh, it's Matt Fitchett against Manders, so not a big oh, impact, one but Manders. it's an impact. Yeah, Manders. Um, it's gonna. Yeah, the AAW title is gonna be on the line. So apparently, AAW and Impact are working something out. But that's where I recognize that name from. I got to make it down to zero one. You do absolutely. We need to just organize a group outing because we got to get Marco to a wrestling show in general at some point. Period. Problem is the next two zero one shows. Yeah, I went. I went to, with you guys Chicago for his birthday. I saw that wrestling. That guy. was Fozzy. That wasn't wrestling. <laughs> okay, uh, Chris was, was wrestling like, with those that was leather like, pants. That was for me. That was like the perfect uh, juncture of wrestling yeah. and music because I love eighties hair metal. Yeah. And Jericho's band Fozzy is definitely from that ilk. Okay, uh, more matches from this <clears throat> Fighting for Honor show on August twentieth. Anakin Murphy, Jimmy Carrot, Saban Gage, and Jacques Kennedy in a four way match. I'm excited about this match. That should be a fun match. It should be a really fun match. I haven't seen Jimmy Carrot in person yet, but uh, he's a he, prospective guest for to come on hopefully sometime. I just got to get reach out to him. That'll work. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Rain Victoria is taking on Chelsea Durden. Uh, yeah. This picture of Chelsea Durden is very frightening to me on this picture. She is very frightening. I can, I can tell. And then I assume. Show that on the screen. I'm going to. You got to, a video. Oh. Yeah. You got it? I assume that probably whoever wins this Spooky. fight will probably <laughs> face Maxi Impaler for okay. the title, is my cool. guess. Cool. It's good to have stakes. All right. And then uh, I guess the main event. No, uh, the main event will be Gresham. Uh, well, the world, title, try, ma- the world <laughs> title match on the show, uh, champion Jake Lander taking on Warhorse. Yeah. Which I, I did. I, I have no problem That'll with. rule ass. It It'll will. rule ass, as the old cliche goes. And then uh, I don't think they've announced a whole lot for the September show yet. The only thing I know of for sure is that Maxie Impaler will be there. Okay. And I'm excited about that. Cool. Max is great. Um, they're a lot of fun to watch. Right. So, and 
I'm kind of surprised that we don't see a whole lot of Conley right now. So I'm yeah. not sure what's going on with that. Uh, yeah, he's kind of or kind of in limbo with uh, the uh, the premiere. Premiere. Thank you. Yep. I should remember that because you know their leader was on our show a few weeks ago. Well, yeah, you but, know, it happens. But uh, it happens. But yeah, uh, Connolly is one of my favorites to watch. He's just there's a lot of fun doing the chain around. Almost killed me one time. <laughs> he he's almost killed me one time too. Right. The thing that bugs me is this show and the show in September. I have like remember I got to go with this Joker the Night Ranger on the twentieth, so we're not going to that one. And then September seventeenth, I got a gig. I can't go, so I'm gonna miss the next two zero one shows, which is kind of bums me out. That's not good. I'll be there though. Yeah. I'll report back. All right, please do. If you want to do a YouTube interview like we do with Marvin. On your phone, we'll put it on the YouTube. We'll see. I'm not sure if I know how to work all the stuff. You could. It's it's a it's an iPad with a. <laughs> Mark, you got to pull the you mic could. to your. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I actually had to turn it on. I had to turn it on first. Uh, what you could do is just record a video like on your phone and then send You're it to us, and we'll totally get it on up the page. I'll you don't see have what to. I can do. Okay. But uh, so, what else is going on with uh, with zero one? Anything noteworthy? To, to mention not uh the only other thing that i know of is that they are having tryouts oh yeah you were mentioning that to me i was you mentioning got here. that to you uh um, rain and joey have rain a gym now jo- well i don't know if they have the actual gym or if they're just issuing the tryouts um so i'm interested to see where that goes see who they Could are able to there pull in be for that. a possible pain train comeback option i doubt it <laughs> hey 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 rick flair wrestled last weekend yeah. Never. And he passed, Say he never. passed out twice. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. You know, the hell out of me. you know what? You can hold the record for passing out three times That's in a match. True. I mean. Just no uh, destroyers. They got like a finger poke of doom angle or something. I'm your man. <laughs> Sign me up. Let's do the Bastion Booger thing where you just lay on people. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I should motivate the air to do what I cannot. <laughs> so, uh, I mentioned that we were going to bring this up to uh, getting away from zero one a little bit, going mm-hmm. to... We're talking about a guy that we always talk about, Mance Warner. Uh, oh, I just started watching him when you guys mentioned him. Okay. I didn't know if so, he'd ever come to Zero One or not, because I know he He has. He actually fought Shank. Shank. I don't uh, know if I remember. Shank Marzini, right? Yes. Yeah. Ah, Narge knows his stuff He's uh, Narge knows. <laughs> That's, that name was popular down here with uh, UWC at a Homer. Yep. He did some things. He retired, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. So yeah, I know uh, Jason Vendetta... Whatever he was called, Jason V. Jason V. He had some things with him, and yeah, so that's a that's a local name. I could see Mansur going with Titty Nashville, just making oh, the rounds. <laughs> and many knows who Titty Nashville is. I do. He was a UWC commissioner for a little while. Nice. He was under that name. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's always been his name. Nice. I told him he's got an action figure coming was, out. Was nope. that a tribute to Johnny Knoxville? Oh yeah, okay. he looks just like Johnny Knoxville. If you've okay. seen him in person, dresses like him. So WWE's got a actually got a Johnny Knoxville action figure coming out uh-huh. based on the WrestleMania thing. That's why I told him I was going to need his autograph on it. So <laughs> just doctored up enough, like paint a suit on it. And... Oh yeah, there you so. go. <laughs> no old Mancer though. Yeah, let's get into that. Yeah, Mancer. He had a good week. Won the uh, Bunkhouse Battle Royal at the Flair Show. Got a well, it wasn't a title shot, but he got to wrestle the world champ on uh, Rampage. Yeah. I did get a chance to watch that. That was a hell of a match, wasn't it? I was surprised. Here's the thing. I know you guys are into the GCW, and it's just a little bit out of what I really like, Mm because I'm a a purist, I guess. But when it came down to that, he impressed me. I was impressed with what Mancer did. Well, Mancer can do a little bit of it all. If he needs to do a death match, he can, hardcore. 
His, I mean, his favorite era of wrestling is old '90s WCW. He'll tell anybody that. Mm-hmm. Man um, after your own heart, Nudge. Yeah, and that's my favorite time. What I absolutely hated, and we'll get into this, is the internet's just rage. Oh yeah, that Tony promoted a match with some no namer like Mance Warner. Why? There are folks out there, you know, who aren't getting title shots. And like somebody explained, and my, my favorite explanation was when Cody wrestled Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. knew who Eddie Kingston was. Yeah, just diehards. Diehards, just like Mancer, right. diehards. And now they're second Eddie's, gear crew guy, too. Yeah, and Eddie's one of the favorites in the company. So they, it ups, I get that he got a title shot, whatever, and it should be somebody else. I don't know. There was a video. Did you see this video of this fella? Who uh, was upset. He's like, why in the blue hell should we care about this and care about that? I don't know. I just, you know, it, it frustrates me to no end. And I thought, man, had he went out there and stunk up the joint, maybe. Right. He did. Fa- it was fantastic. They opened the show, held my attention 15, 20 I'm minutes. I'm glad they opened the show with it. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was a good call. Uh, it's kind of reminds me of when they brought Gage in to face Jericho. Yeah. But I don't think he got nearly the backlash that Manser got when he had his match with Moxley. No, and I think Manser, given more time, they put his interviews and stuff up, and I think they know that. He's money on the mic. Mm-hmm. He can talk. He's definitely got a Steve Austin vibe. Yeah. Um, But I expect more out of him. I assume he's all elite at this point. We didn't get the image and all that. Yeah, there's no confirmation of a contract yet. He's got music. He's got a video. He got a video. So, yeah. uh, well, and he also beat up Serpentino on Dark. Oh, yeah, Serpentico. Yeah, or he Serpentico. did. Yeah, he's he's nobody, so it did. Yeah. Well, I know, <laughs> but, but he still won. Won, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's impressive when you're on dark because if you're not already all elite, then you lose. You get buried. Yep. I'm I'm hoping that this will lead to a uh, Matthew Justice sighting in AEW. <clears throat> I think they could use another tag team. Him and Mance would be, right. you know. Well, even just Justice as a single. I mean, there's plenty yeah. of guys on that roster he could have a hell of a match with. Well, Tony, and I want to get you back involved here, Mindy, but Tony loves the old throwbacks. He's an old ECW guy. Yep. So why not? Is this a chance to bring Alfonso in? Could you Maybe. see Justice and Alfonso against Taz and Hook? I know Taz kind of disbanded, but Justice and Hook would be fun. Oh, that'd be, that'd be it. Pretty would good. be just something. Be, you've got that connection. I'll I'll do you one better. What about Justice and Darby? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be a death match, but there's a chance somebody might die in that match. Yeah, Justice and Justice is another one of those guys. Great, doesn't have the size to him, and you could see it in that match with Ric Flair show last week. He was in there. He's a skinny guy, though. He's a, he's a little tiny guy. Well, he's bigger than I thought he was. He's tall, but he's not as... Yeah, I think Ricky Starks would look actually more built next to him. So Wow. He would. That's impressive. Yeah. Ricky Starks, though, he's uh, he's on the fast track, man, with this he is. Uh, business with Hobbs. He's money, yep. He I like money. it. I think Hobbs is going to be a kick-ass heel. Just be that monster, just run through everybody. I don't know if either of you remember when Hobbs came on to... AEW. I do. He, he was kind of pudgy and he was the, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, white meat baby face. Yeah, he uh, just he didn't have the size or the build. I mean, he looks legit now. Yeah, and he's I think been it, putting the work in. It's just it, it's got to happen at some point. I'd like to. I want to see him in Wardlow. That's what I want to see. That can happen. So it's where you wish that they still had a Brian Cage around to to do stuff. Number yeah. one, Cage and Wardlow. Yes, please. <laughs> Be awesome because they're both. What are they athletes. doing with Cage? Nothing. He's not with. I was just I'm like, well, he's in. He's doing he's, Ring of Honor. He's doing Ring of Honor, but he's not doing any AWs. But then Tully left, right? Yeah, Wasn't so he with Tully for a while. He was with Tully. Uh, they all got absorbed by the Embassy. Yeah, uh, Prince Nana. Gotcha. So it's uh, which Cage. I think we both agreed we expected Cage to kind of 
I thought him and Claudio was that was a match that That'd be a great easily could have been made. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. All right, Menders. Uh we're gonna go with we're ending each segment with the same two questions. Uh what is your favorite moment of this past year in wrestling across the board? Ooh. I think when uh Edge started Judgment Day, honestly. I think I'm gonna go with that. Hmm. When Edge started Judgment Day. Not when Edge was removed from Judgment Day? No. I want to ask Mindy about I'm this. I'm not 100% sure he's actually removed That's from Judgment Day. That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, my true you think it's a work? I, I think it's a work. I, I think like it. I think Dominic and I think Edge are in on it. Did you guys notice I used that and word? And they're it's turning a work. on I learned Ray. that. I won't lie. That crossed my mind. And I was going to lead into that with you because I felt like we, we needed to get some more stuff out of you. But <laughs> yeah, I think everybody... <laughs> well, everybody thinks... It's it's a Dom thing, or maybe I even heard rumors of Ray turning, and then it didn't happen. So I'm like, well, what the hell are they doing? But I did. I read that yesterday that they think this has all been a ploy from Edge. Edge is the ringleader to get Dom. So we're going this ass back. Mm-hmm. It seems like a long drawn out process. To it's going to be it, really though. weird to see if Dom just becomes Rhea's boy toy. <laughs> <laughs> all the memes, it. all the memes on the internet though would lead that way. It would lead that way. <laughs> it's- I sent you the picture of uh, yes. Stewie and Lois <laughs> with their faces on. Well, you saw the other one where it was like, uh, you know, he's out here living everybody's best life. Yeah. So, Except or whatever. Buddy it was. Matthews is not happy, though. No, yeah. <laughs> Although he had okay, a funny did you, uh, tweet. Did you see that uh, meme? Which one? The one that Buddy put up? Yeah, I forget what it said. But... It was the one of him and Ray's daughter where uh-huh. like, he's like, yes, you can fight over me in a ladder match. <laughs> yeah, I it, was mind. A, it was like a custody match. Right? <laughs> yeah. <it> was... <laughs> Referencing the old Ray Eddy match from SummerSlam yep. when they had custody of Dominic. I wouldn't have thought so much about that except for the fact that Ray keeps saying, I've known him for 20 years and I know how he is. And yeah. I'm sitting here going, guys, yeah, this a, is kind of obvious. It's a red hair no. in there. It's kind of obvious. It's a shame that Vicky Guerrero's with AEW because I think there's a storyline there oh, with yeah. going back to the Eddie thing yeah. with Dominic. They really could have revisited that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So Mender's uh, second question favorite moment from this show this past year mm, Barry Horowitz nice the man man's on Narja's torso yeah, as we speak sure. yep. the winner he shout was out, great shout out to the winner Barry Horowitz that was probably one of our best guests of the whole the whole past year yep alright so uh, just we're gonna help David out Menders uh, August 20th and September 17th right or the next two zero one yes. USA shows uh, the twentieth. That's the one's got Jonathan Gresham and Joey O'Reilly in probably the main event. Oh, I'm sure it'll be main event. And uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out Zero One yet, I, you really should. I th- yeah, you definitely should. You'll be you won't be disappointed. It, it'll be a good time. I mean, they've been going this long. They got to be doing something right. 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 And uh, so yeah, Menders, thank you very much yep. for uh, sitting in with us for uh, for another episode. And thank Not you for the problem. tequila. Yes, You're thank welcome. you for the tequila. You know me. I yep. bring party gifts. That's right. I like it. <laughs> All right, so that was our buddy Menders, Mindy Elam. And let's get to a couple more of these top ten topics while we're waiting on our next guest to come in, Narge. I got to unroll the red carpet for the yep. next guest. Yep. Hey. So to recap our uh, subject, top ten SummerSlam main events, uh, we're up to number six now. Number six from 2002, I got the Brock, uh, the Brock, the Rock and Brock Lesnar for the uh, WWE Championship. The Rock and Brock connection. <laughs> Don't spill nothing, Dwayne. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> Your, no, mom, uh, your mom's not going to call you this time, is she? Oh, uh, no. 
Who's this? Ernest the Cat Miller? <laughs> Somebody call my mama. Um, speaking of Ernest, I get off topic. He's going to be at that GCW yeah, show in I think, Chicago. I think the Friday show with the rich one. Yeah, four cups stuffed. I don't know what that Sometimes means. I, but, uh, I don't know. I'm not here. Weird. But uh, but yeah. So Brock and Rock. That was Brock's coming out party, and uh, that was kind of Rock's his, going away. That was. His, I, I think he was time. passing the torch to Brock in that one. He had lost all muscle mass at that point. Are you on video, Dwayne? What are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Mark, your mic's off. You got to speak. It happens. The mic. No, we're so professional. That right. Rock had lost a ton of size at that point. He didn't look as believable. Yeah, he was in know. movie shape. Yeah, he wasn't. Because he wasn't. King. He wasn't doing the big action movies. He was. This is O2. He was probably doing the rundown. Or that was that. Get shorty. Was that it? No, that was, was O5. Sequel? It was Be Cool. Be that was cool. that was O5. That hey, was a little be, after that. Hey, you be cool, man. All right. So, but yeah, uh, Rock's been coming out, won his first championship, 25 years old. So that's my number six. Number five, 1997, The Undertaker against Bret Hart with Shawn Michaels as the referee. Oh, that's the one where he drills Taker with the, the chair? Yeah. Yep. On accident. Yeah. <laughs> accident, but on purpose? Pretty much. But no, that was a hell of a match. Do you uh, remember what Sean was wearing that night, Dwayne? Uh, no, I don't. Oh. He, he was actually wearing pants. No, he wasn't. Ref- yes, he was. I thought he was wearing the biker shorts. No. Wasn't that the biker short? No, look? he was wearing regular pants. Oh. Thanks, well, thankfully. I don't know why I think that he... There are other shows where he's refereed in hot pants, which is unsettling. Hot pants and a belly shirt, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that was the one where it was Triple H and The Rock from uh, Judgment Day. Ah, Iron Man yeah. match. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So... Dwayne, hang on. Hey, Dwayne. Yeah, that was our... Grab grab the whole mic there. Easy. The top half, top half, and swivel it towards me. There, now move up to it. Like karaoke, Dwayne. There you go. All right. There you go. Your, 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 your point of access is here. This is not a, a live mic and like a, a recording or something. It's not. A, um, it's one direction. It's right here. Podcasting There you one. go. Got That's it. Professor hey, you're Margo. right. Sean does have pants on. I'm going to be honest. I thought you were wrong. But look, there's there's Sean in his pants. Right, right. See? Oh, it's a dude. Aha. So, Dwayne, <laughs> what would you like to talk about today, my friend? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. <laughs> the first only of all, we let pick. First of all, first of all, we should We, we should had a vote. discussion today. By committee, do we let Dwayne pick his topic? A yeah. show of hands. Yeah. A show of hands. Yeah. Okay, this one time, Dwayne. Go Dwayne ahead. Dwayne was one of my favorite guests, so I let him. Well, thank you. Oh, no, hey, Narge, Narge, let's drink the good tequila. Oh, I was going to do, tequila. I was gonna do like the little arm thing. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, we can do that. Yeah, we can do <laughs> can we that. Can we do that on video? Can we, can we do it on video? We can do that. Hang on. This is Here ridiculous. we go. Hang on. So while these two boozy la, 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 la. debutantes are doing their thing here, this is ridiculous. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we got a we got a real life, a real live uh, bromance going on here. Bro. You're right. <laughs> All right. So, Dwayne, right. we discussed a topic for you today. We were going back and forth between a couple. And Best think, bald head in the room. Let's go. Ooh. Let's talk about it. <laughs> but I think we settled on. We could go with yeah, only uh, head of I'm hair not, in the I'm room not too. My hat tonight. <laughs> it's sitting right here on the table. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I think I think we settled on the situation that is go, the rumor going around about the WWE Undisputed Championship. Correct. So um, uh, for those that don't know, why don't you tell us what you what you heard, and we'll tell you if you're wrong. Well, um, <laughs> you know, you have. <laughs> Give us a scoop, Meltzer. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as you guys know, uh, Raw is on USA Network. What? Raw is on USA Network. It's on Spike no more? <laughs> Raw, Monday Night I, Raw? No, yes. I know. Oh. Give me, I've had a couple to drink. Okay. I was, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> I thought Raw was the hamburger meat in my fridge, but go ahead. Okay. Anyway. Tell your girlfriends you, like it. Nope. 
Are you guys going to let me talk here or what? Please. Please. Anyway, We're killing all your time. I see that. <laughs> Go ahead, Dwayne. And my girlfriend's probably listening right now. So she wants well, to Well, hi, girlfriend. How you doing? It's uh, Is it Suzanne, Susan, something like that? It's Susan. All Susan, the nice howdy, things you Susan. said earlier Hello, about Susan. her, Dwayne. All right, Dwayne. Let's, uh, let's get cooking here. What's, anyway, what do you got? <laughs> like I said, Raw's on USA Network, mm-hmm. and SmackDown is on Fox. Right. And Roman Reigns has both titles, WWE Championship, and he also has Universal Championship. Right. And he's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So USA, they want WWE Championship on Raw. Okay. So what, what you're saying is, for just to kind of clarify, USA doesn't like that Roman doesn't go back and forth as often as he, they think he should with both championships. Because technically he can go to both shows. Right, but he doesn't. His contract this, basically has it where he does limited TVs. But and, this all falls, and, and here's the new guy. This all falls out of the SummerSlam event where one beat the other, took both titles, and that was, was a unified yeah, or WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. WrestleMania. it was a unified thing. Which, if I remember correctly, and I may not be, both of you are like, "This is fucking great." Yeah, we is that want correct? we want one championship. Right, we you want, want one champion championship to be able to go to. Both but the shows. two different networks are like, "Wait a minute, we don't get the champ." Well. Fox is fine with it because they get the champ all the time. <laughs> yeah, Correct. USA wants somebody to bring the belt to. But their why? Show. But why isn't that champ, since he's the universal or unified champ or whatever you call him, going to the other network doing his job? Because the champ signed a deal recently where he works a reduced schedule. So Roman is literally the champ, but his schedule has been reduced. He kind of, yeah, this came yeah. out a couple months back. Right, wow. Roman had signed on to do mm-hmm. something so less. So USA is basically saying that they want a championship on their show, like a world champion. Well, they want the same quality product you get on the other network. I get that. But they could just, this, and I think you probably say the same thing as me. I, I think it's a bad idea to split the titles up. Yeah, exactly. And they could do exactly. just as well if they just put it on somebody else who's working a full schedule that can go to both shows back and forth. Well, my thing is this. If you're going to have two champions, okay, I get that. You want to have two champions, I get that. But have one champion on Raw, one champion on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You know, and or better yet, just have one champion and go go to both shows. You know, well, ba- back in the uh, day, we only had one champion, and we had multiple shows. We had WCW Saturday Night, we had Nitro, we had Thunder. You know, there was only one champion, and he went to all shows. So, if you, like I said, you could do that, or have one champion and just go to both shows. Hey, yeah. hang on, man, I got an idea. What's that? Didn't the Cubs win a World Series? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Who'd they beat? The uh, well, the Indians back then, but I guess technically the Guardians, the Guardians now, right? Yeah. The Indians, yeah, right. right? Okay. Right. So They'll always let me be the let, me, let me. me see if this math works real quick for everybody that's not doing rocket science this week. You had the Cubs; they were the National League what champions? Yeah, okay, champions. and you had the Indians then. Guardians now; they were the American League what champions? And then in the middle of all that shit, once a year we have this little seven-game episode, and we call it the World Series. And who comes out of that? World champion. Wait a minute. I think I've solved your problem. Roman Reigns may be the world fucking champion, but we can still have two different divisions of champions. Which, now, see, we ca- which wouldn't that make sense? You've, you've stepped into my trap because yep. this is something I've always thought. They can have a global, like you have the universal champion go across both shows. He's like the main guy. Yeah. Give each show their own world champion. Exactly. But why don't you just make it, why don't you just make it, what I'm saying is why don't well, you make it annualized? WrestleMania determines the ultimate for this year, like 22, right? The 22 heavyweight champion of wrestling. But for the year preceding that... So we're unifying the, a title every WrestleMania? We're not unifying it. We're doing just like the World Series. Every year we have a World Series with two teams and one becomes the ultimate winner. So then we have no World Champion. Uh, we just have 
division champions. We have the guys that are winning. That, that seems a little convoluted. Let me tell you something, brother. Brother. <laughs> that would never work back in the day. So for you, that's kind of, in, in my mind, that's kind of the Intercontinental in the United States yeah. title. And I think that's what Hunter's trying to get at now with the U.S. title. Those mm-hmm. are your guys. That As a kid, yeah. the Intercontinental champ was the next yeah. in line. Well, even with the Intercontinental title, they got Gunther and Nakamura going on Friday. Well, I think, like I said, yeah, and the, they're great for that. I think the problem boils down to Roman Reigns. And I think they're saving it. Again, I read an article the other day that the expectation is The Rock is 100% coming back. Yeah. They don't need a title oh, for that. Oh, he's coming back for Hollywood, but right? But they don't need a title for that. Uh, no, they, they just need him to exist. Uh, so you, you know, put the belt yes. you yeah. put the belt on somebody like Randy Orton, Matt Riddle, Cross. Lashley, somebody. Cross. Karrion Cross. If you want to do something and shake things up, Effie. you let Karrion. You, <laughs> you put Cross into the triple threat at the castle, and you let him leave with the belt. People are going to be like... What the hell? You have to have a moment like that, in yeah, my opinion. Because what I'm hearing is, like, and I heard some of the same rumors Dwayne did, they're talking about having Cross beat Roman for the WWE title and take that to Raw, then have Roman keep the Universal title, go to Smack, stay on SmackDown. Uh, which it, would be fine. It, it makes sense. Fan, I mean, Dwayne, I are you a, a Karrion Cross fan? Uh, yeah, I think he's, uh, he's definitely you, a good worker. Are yeah. you a Scarlet uh, fan? A Scarlet fan. Um... Uh, keep in mind, She's your okay. girlfriend is listening. Yeah, I know. Dwayne um, said, absolutely she not. She She's ugly. <laughs> Always Did somebody say Nia Jax? No. Oh, Lord. We, uh, <laughs> du- now, Dwayne, du- where'd Dwayne go? What? <laughs> okay. Dwayne said, wait a minute. All right. The, all right. Everybody knows that I'm a diehard Nia Jax fan. But she's yes, no longer, we do. She's no longer in the WWE. We're better or hard about something. She'll be in the AEW soon, won't she? No. No. Gary no. Vasellio said cross bores the shit out of him in the ring, which I he's he's a very very I don't want to say he's not dull. He's he's very very methodical. Method he needs to change his finisher, and that's what somebody said online. Their biggest complaint was I the like cross his, jacket. I like that submission. It's good, but then he yeah. also has that forearm to the back of the head that he does. He needs some. With. He's too big of a dude not to have some really just powerful finisher of some kind. That'll bring the pile driver back. Oh, he might. Nobody can might do it. Nobody it. can do it. You know, so why not bring back? I like the uh, the old spike pot, not the spike, the cradle, but the, the cradle pile driver, the gotcha style pile yeah. driver that Minoru Suzuki does. Yep. Sorry, yeah. Dwayne. No, you're fine. And another thing, <laughs> if they're just going to have one champion, get rid of the draft. Yeah, and they're bringing that back. I, yeah, they're I still know, doing right? the brand split. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think they can do away with the brand split. I mean, but, like I said, um, I when I was talking about back in the day, we had um, all these different shows, and everybody went to all, you know went to. All, the different shows, you know. The problem is they got so many people that not every like somebody's going to get missed if they put them all on the same shows back and forth. So that's why they do the brand split because they got such a big roster they got to split it up somehow. You bring such a valuable time. idea up though. They the people bitch and moan that AEW's roster is so bloated. WWE's is the same way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. So and I said that many many episodes yeah. ago. How does the draft work? Just so I'm familiar. Of uh, Fox and USA draft talent to each show. Correct. And it really depends. Like, there have been some years where some guys could not be drafted. They were automatically... Like, Stone Cold was a free agent. Right. Yeah, and there was stuff, yeah, it's weird uh, every year. I think the so. first year, Triple H was exempt because he was the world champion. Because that was back when the yeah. champion was going to both shows. Okay, if you're going right, to... So, yeah, sorry, sorry Mark. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm no, just going to say that uh, if they're going to keep the draft, okay, keep it, but... Have it split up. I mean, don't be Stick bringing guys it. over from Raw to SmackDown and vice versa. Just leave it, leave it the way it is if they're going to do that. Because to me, it kind of complicates things. Because, like I said, with the champion, we have one guy holding both belts. My phone died. I have an idea. What's that? 
And I, I'm probably, it's either been tried and failed or I'm just an idiot, but it's okay. Or both. So, yeah, this is both possible. Okay. So let's go back pre-unification to Brock and Roman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brock was with this entity. He was on Raw. Roman was with this entity. Okay. Okay. They are the two entity champions. Okay. NL and AL. I'm going back to that reference. Mm-hmm. They they fought at WrestleMania to see who was the World Series champion. But directly after that, they're still individually champions in their own uh, promotions, right? On their own shows. No. Their own no. shows. No. no. I'm saying, no, no hang on, man. Well, I, I'm, I'm offering an idea. I'm not saying they are. I'm saying in my world, this would be it. Can okay. we give them a cup so instead then, of a belt? Okay. Shh, shh, shh. So a then Roman and Brock... And, of course, who won? Brock, right? Roman. No, Roman won. You were here. I know I was there. Roman. Yeah, you know what else was here? Yeah, I know. Carolina. I thought Brock won when he threw the fucking ring on him. But anyways. That was, that was Saturday. We're talking about WrestleMania. Oh, we're talking about, wait, okay, back, back. Okay, that's it. That's why I'm missing it. I'm thinking about SummerSlam, ain't I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> After WrestleMania, which is the Super Bowl, right, of yeah. wrestling, we have a singular champion. He beat the other champion to get there. Right. Then, a week later. The two of them become captains of their respective promotions, their respective, whatever you just Show. call it, shows. Or brand. And then they do draft. How do I brand? And there's no exclusions. There's so none like of that kick, bullshit. It's like a kickball at recess. Yeah, exactly. Like in the fourth grade. Like, That's what I'm, I'm talking you. about. Yeah. Hey, I was so, so if Brock is the WrestleMania champion, then Roman gets to go first because he obviously didn't win. And he picks for the women's. He picks this person, there's, and then Brock picks one, and they do this, and then they fight within those same. They wrestle within those same groups for an entire year, and each division picks its champions, and then they wrestle each there's other. There's a There is a storyline here. I, I don't know if you could do it every year, but I could see that where you pick teams, and at the end of the year, it's hey, my show was more successful. I did this, this, and this, I, and we did yeah, this, this, and this. Kind of keep it, put it back under the old bragging rights. Mantle. Essentially, yeah. 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 But then at WrestleMania, I just don't think it would work. Long term, no. the script writers still control everything. WrestleMania is the opportunity to shake shit up and say, "Hey, wait a minute! This time you're out, and you're out, and this person's in, and they're now the, in charge of this." That's. I mean, there's just a lot of things you can manipulate. I think that that's way. what they should do with the like the Raw after Mania. It's always such a big show anyway. Like WrestleMania be the blow off to the previous. To everything. Thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's how it was when we were kids. Yeah. You know, Warrior and Hogan were done, and then we moved on. Right. Warrior went and did uh, slaughter, and Hogan did whatever the hell he was. The, he got you know, squashed by earthquake. earthquake. Yeah. yeah. So all right. So Dwayne, same two questions we've been asking everybody as they come in. Favorite moment in wrestling this past year? Favorite moment in wrestling this past year? Not 1989. <laughs> Not 1989. Um, favorite moment. I would go with. CM Punk. Just his debut? His debut with Coming AEW? Or, he did a lot of things this year. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's, <laughs> he I lived 365 just, days. Just in general, right? Coming back. I mean, when nobody yeah. expected it. So Nice. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Uh, sucks to hear, by the way, is an aside, Punk's out of all out. He's still hurt. He won't be clear. Eh, That's what they're Punk's saying. All, yeah. That's what they're saying. All right. Might be I mean, like a guy with a... Torn tricep thing or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're going to go there again. All and right. uh, <laughs> of course I am. And Dwayne, the second, second question. question is, of all the episodes of JTR and all the things we've done, some funny, some not funny, some really awesome, some 
I was involved in. Catastrophic. Uh, My favorite yeah, episode. Exactly. Favorite, what was your favorite moment. moment from JTR for the first year it was in existence? I would say the interview you guys did with Bill Alfonso. Nice. Fonzie. That was awesome. Hearing the wrestling stories that he had yes. to tell was amazing. So that would be I, my I, favorite I, moment. Yeah. I also, could not disagree with you. I mean, I can't 100% agree, but I really do. That kind of stood out in my head, too. Also, yeah. by the way, Fonzie was on the Luger documentary last night. He, was he one, must have been the beginning, he was, then. I he, was, he was when they were talking about Florida. He was, he was okay. talking. I got I in about 45 I haven't late. seen that yet, but I will be it, watching. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. You should. Uh, Dwayne, thank you for uh, joining us today. Oh, oh hang on. Question. Hang on. So, Dwayne, your whole thing was, you know, Raw wants a champ, SmackDown wants a champ. SmackDown's got Roman. This is my last question for you. Pick mm-hmm. me a champ that could be the flag bearer for Monday Night Raw. Who should have that belt? Gary Vaselio said he'd like to see Drew McIntyre without the sword and the bullshit. I just agree. a tough-ass Drew McIntyre. I'm with it. And I, I was agree. just getting ready to say Drew McIntyre. Her matey. That's what he, they say, right? He did not get enough time. I mean, he, he got a bum it, deal, he got, man. It, he was our COVID area era champion he was thunderdome champion which is and anyway, right. he deserved a lot more yeah so yeah, all right definitely okay. drew mcintyre well thank you guys for all having right. me back Dwayne. thank you awesome. the shirt looks great thank you wearing the old jumping the real t-shirt there all right now get the fuck out of here <laughs> thank you guys for did having Dwayne me. never get his whistle you get your whistle yeah no, he got i have it i have it he got it when he came in did the last episode he did yeah. you should have should have worn it no don't take it out of the package i think Dwayne needs to have one more shot of Daramana. <laughs> ah pure pressure there goes my favorite guest. Are we, were we voting for favorite guests tonight? Uh, we, we can. I then, mean, then we can start. Then we'll shut this door and let them all beat the shit out of each other like, in Mark's living room. Play the Star Trek. Dwayne's about to break your the background. Oh, that's no more for you, buddy. Right now it's down to Kyler and Dwayne. We'll see if they fist fight. Right. All right. So let's uh, get back to our top ten list. Here comes our least favorite guest of the year. Probably. Yeah. All right. We're on our top four, Narge. We're, we're cooking here. Well, we really had to modify things today for Kyle. He just put us on the back burner. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four. <laughs> we talked about this match at the uh, on the last episode when we talked about uh, SummerSlam 92, Bulldog and uh, Hitman. IC title. Big deal. First Intercontinental title match to headline a pay-per-view. Uh, Bull- Bulldog going over, I think, was Bulldog a surprise going over. for many. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't, I, I wasn't surprised because it was in England. Yeah. It was at Wembley, so. I was a kid, so I was surprised. But a lot of people say best uh, SummerSlam match of all time. I read an article the other day. I don't know if you've seen the same one where Brett said they both went to the back and everybody had left. Nobody gave a shit. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, Brett did a whole thing. Said they went to the back of the locker room and they're expecting to get all this. Yay, oh, oh, it was awesome. Everybody left. They left. They went back to the hotel. They went to the bars and he said there was nobody back there. Him and Bulldog just kind of had to talk about it themselves. He said it was very disappointing. That sucks. So... People suck, man. People suck. All right. Uh, number three, uh, it's this uh, this past year, Brock and Roman, the last man standing match. Nice. I, I can't disagree. By, yeah, by far it's... the best match they've had together in, out of the 40 or so that they've had. Yeah, this uh, this was even better. I think everybody All said. All 40 in the last two years, right? Well, that's five or six. I think they said Feels their like best. that, doesn't it? It seems their, that way. Their original best was, what, 31? And, uh, the 31's the one where Seth showed up and yeah. cashed in. And that so, was yeah. a great match. And then they had the other. But they had this a good SummerSlam match. But uh, a lot of their matches are always just German suplex, spear, F5, Superman punch, back and this, forth. This, the and back forth. and forth, Theory, the tractor. The Usos involved. The Usos. It was just so much good. Paulie going through Paulie the table. going through the table. <laughs> I told you the only thing that would made that match better is at the end if they stacked Paul on top as the oh. last piece of the stack. <laughs> I love they it. should have picked Paul up and yes. put him on there. I oh, yeah. Just an unconscious Paul. Just having just, yes. just snoring away. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So 
we'll get to our top two here after our uh, after we're done with our our next guest here, uh, Narge's best fellas? friend. Reed Zilla has invaded the podcast studio, Narge. Here I'll be, yo. We got Kyle Reed. He's Holler kind of been a regular the last few weeks. He's been on, what, two or three times the last it's month? It's my replacement. Yeah. He's my, <laughs> tag, team. He's my tag team partner. Sub- he's the third Freebird out of the uh, the podcast guest yeah, host. the one that doesn't mean that much. You're the Buddy <laughs> Roberts of the group. Oh, that, yeah, that, oh, okay. was, that was nice. I was going to call him the masked one. Uh, what, oh, Bad Street? Bad Street. That's Wayne. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. Kyle, I think- Kyle is the guy who brought us... Terramana Reposado. Hey, I'm going to throw an idea at you. Pod Street USA t-shirt. Street. Yeah, like, hey. That's I like it. JTR Mar- Street? No, Pod, Pod Street's Pod good. Street. Pod Street's cool. Uh, USA. Take it from Mark P.S. Redman and Mike Bam Bam Nargelinas. Yeah. Then Marco Jam Orsted. More, more like Daddy Dink Orsted. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Yeah, the, fucking, oh, the guest what wants the, a drink. The, Jesus fucking, the, oh my God. Yeah, this is yes, the one it is. Okay. Kyle he went brought, all out. He brought the Reposado. All right. Happy anniversary. The Rock watches you, us, and he's Happy watching right to, now going, you're going to buy the good shoe? You guys just a bunch of broke bitches. <laughs> yes. The Rock now knows well, Kyle got money. Let me, let me say that real quick. We'll we give Kyle a little more time. Yeah, what? Oh, Mark. Yeah. By the time we get back on here, you'll be another year older. So happy birthday! Yes, well, yeah. happy thank birthday, you, Marco. Happy Mark, birthday, Mark, Marco. you. I will officially be fifty. Again, nine. <laughs> hey, if Chris Caglin say he's only fifty, I can fucking do it too. Because I heard people this week they were liking my videos. Like he look old as hell. He's my age. He look older than you. I'm like, thank you. People must forget that time does move. See, I know because I got married the day what did, before. What did Tracy Lawrence say? Time marches on. Yeah. A little Tracy Lawrence. What are we, we going to talk with Kyle So about? we're going to talk about the uh, new regime in WWE. The, Trips. The, the Triple H taking over as the booker. Uh, thoughts? Uh, thumbs up? Thumbs down? What do you think? Fantastic. I mean, he's just running it kind of back to the Attitude Era where they're just running Ramshaw on doing what they want to do. It seems it's more exciting. Yeah, it seems like they're a lot looser with the talent right now. Like people, right. it seems like people are getting a little more freedom in their promos. And they can say wrestling now. They can say wrestling. They can say belt if they want to. I right. Uh, Time out. And I heard that part earlier. That I was like, they can say what? Why couldn't they before? I want to know what the logic uh, would happen. Because Vince Stone would like it. it oh, fuck Vince. They, Vince. But, Vince didn't. Like, a lot of people say it, and I kind of agree. He, he did not want a wrestling company. He wanted a sports entertainment company. Okay. So he had certain certain words that they did not. He did not allow. Uh, you couldn't say hospital. It was always medical facility. You had to say well, that champion, one. I understand. You, you say couldn't championship say championship or title instead of a belt. You couldn't say NDA either. <laughs> I think so. That's you the said more fuck Vince, one. and I was going to ask if you did because yeah. then we could upgrade to a and, larger well, facility. You know what? You know what? And I would be glad to answer that, but I signed an NDA. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> uh, but the big one is he did not let you say wrestling or wrestlers. On but it's show. literally world. It was, but it was sports entertainment, and they were super. What does WWE stand for? World Wrestling Entertainment. But he focused more on the E than the W. The e. Is it world wrestling or is it just worldwide entertainment? World, world wrestling. wrestling. It is still wrestling. So yeah. the word wrestling was literally in the title of the company. Correct. Literally, you couldn't that, say the word I mean, wrestle. That, that's the thing against Vince for years, though. Is Vince mm-hmm. had these weird quirks? Mm-hmm. Um, what was the one weird one? And uh, oh, which one? Well, there's one. <laughs> yeah. his, his I know he paid two million dollars for it, one of them. Well, his biggest was you couldn't sneeze around him. You were not you allowed sneeze. to sneeze around Vince McMahon, and you couldn't smoke. He said it was a sign of weakness. Yeah. If you sneezed, it's because you couldn't hold it in. Bruce, that, this is a, a legit what story. Bruce, Bruce fucking Bruce hit him with a snot rocket. Richard said that it was he. Vince sneezed once, and he. 
felt like garbage. He, he was felt like it, about he was it. What, did, what did Titus get in trouble for again? Remember, he just grabbed his arm once yeah, he was walking like, past. Right. Yeah, he said, "Ladies first to let yeah. Stephanie yeah. through," and then and Titus got suspended. Yeah. Wow. What a dick. only for a week. He got they got over it. Still, but, dick. I Still agree with you issue. though. At, I wanted to talk about this earlier. The the so for a year here, I've sat here and mm-hmm. I've talked nothing but shit about WWE. No, not you. Yeah, I can't, can't stand it. The I only mean, thing he's taught more shit about is Randy Macho Man yeah, Savage. But but he did that with absolute support from me. But this year, <laughs> I I probably watched less WWE in the last year or two than I have in my entire life mm-hmm. and gave all my attention to AEW. The Sucker. last three weeks, I have watched WWE religiously. <gasps> and I've enjoyed every bit of it. Last night was one of my favorite moments at the end of Which the show. One? Loomis? The whole they drug the story out and it was it was little stuff. They were kind of the Triple H likes his parking lot scenes. You he found does. this out in NXT. So I mentioned to you, I said, Did you see this in the back? I missed it because I was out of the room. So I'm following on Twitter. Mine and it was buffering, so I missed it. And, and they people were way are like, back, right? Yeah, there was a rack, and people are like, What's going on? So I told Reb, I said, Oh, maybe it's Sasha and Naomi. They're rumored to come back. That'd at be the, great. I did not expect Dexter Loomis at the end. I thought it right. was great. Um, I, I, thought they, I thought they could have maybe zoomed in just a little bit more, so we got yeah, it. Yeah, it looked like a guy. He didn't. They need to go in. Get, they need to get a good shot yeah. of his eyes. I let Corey did it great though. Corey Dexter, like, what uh, <laughs> Dexter? Yeah, and then he ran behind. Uh, who was that when they were getting interviewed? Oh, the, the security guards ran past right. Bailey yeah, and the girls. Yeah. But I think yeah. Dexter and AJ. AJ's not really got anything going on. Just, just Ziggler I, things. I, I think the time. I think he wrapped up the Miz stuff last night. Yeah. But uh, Loomis is one of my favorite characters in NXT. He was just, he was awesome. The only miss I felt last night, maybe you did too, but we talked about this. They were in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's one free agent that yep. had, he walked out of there. And I knew, I think I told you, it wasn't going to happen once I realized that match so, was early. Yeah, not the it main. was the main event. It would have. But Johnny Gargano is from Ohio. He's from Cleveland. He's, from Cleveland. He's huge. Yeah. I mean, huge. So I thought at the end, I'm like, all right, maybe we, it's AJ. And then Miz came out. And I'm like, something's going to happen here. Ciampa came out. And it didn't. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. That's where, if it was so, going to happen, that's where sure. it should have happened. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I got to ask you, Narge. Okay, you said for the last three weeks you've watched WWE. So I want to know, are you just rubbernecking? No. So what it is, and I've noticed the little differences, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people are expecting big differences. The right. thing is, there's more focus on the wrestling, mm-hmm. less uh-huh. focus on the bullshit, it's- less rematches. There's a word you used when we were first talking about this. But why you said did, it's not as hokey as it was. It's not okay. as hokey. He, he's Triple H, and he did a, a great job with this with NXT. He made matches mean something. Mm-hmm. He he made storylines mean something. I think the biggest difference you saw is with the United States title. Yeah. The, the fact that the they video? mentioned Dusty Rhodes. Har- Ciampa coming out last night with Harley Race. Vince wouldn't have done that. No, Vince wouldn't no, have done right. that. He let him wear a Harley Race robe out. It's those little things. I think that Tri- was Harley's robe, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it said race on the back. The thing is, is Triple H is not treating us like idiots or pretending like we don't know that there's enough, there's history. Vince Vince tries to forget some of that until it's time to, you know, WrestleMania. Oh, all time to use I'll, it. I'll do respect to EC3. Vince tries to control the narrative. Yes. Triple H isn't doing that as much. He's a res- he's a wrestling fan from way back. Now, is he is he catering to the marks? He sure is. He's catering and I think people give him grief that he he's catering to the marks, but he's also catering to the casual fan. Yep. You're still getting some of the fun stuff. He's I getting think- he's bringing back some of the people that left Vince. Yeah. The only complaint I heard last night was that they still talk about the 24/7 belt. I wish they'd retire it. Yeah, get rid of it. And why not do why not do an angle 
Well, they had Medusa come back a few weeks ago where she pulled the belts out of the garbage can. She ought to show up on Raw and be like, I saved the women's belts, but this thing? Yeah. I wouldn't even do that. Here's what I would do. I would have, like, say Dana's out having a match or whatever. She, win or lose, I don't care. It's not consequential. It doesn't even have to be Triple H. It could be Adam Pearce. Have him come out, take the belt, and say, congratulations, Dana. Take this home, put it on your trophy case because you were the last 24-7 champion and just retire the belt. Yeah, you could do that too. That way she can still... It doesn't seem like she's holding a meaningless title despite what people think about it. Right. Here's a, here's a thought. A hardcore title. So you remember who debuted the belt, right? Well, that was Foley, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why not have Foley come back and win it? Let him be the oh, last one. I like it. And then he's got, after that. Frank the Clown. Do some interview or something. <laughs> I've got a no contact degree. You know, a no Because he does. He has a no contact. Me. Yeah, you can't touch me. That that literally retires it because yeah. you can never touch yeah. McFoley. So he's, so he's John like, Cena sideways. It's like when you can see. It's like when Maria won the belt me. when she was pregnant. Everything comes full circle at that right. point. So, so did yeah. you return to watching WWE again? Once I knew Vince left. Yeah. Once Vince left, you want to see what happened because Triple H is a more natural wrestling booker than than. Well, Here's a lot a, of the small just, I think it's more. I think it's huge. I think things. it's a bigger yeah. thing. It's, it's a bigger picture. Vince sure. leaving meant for a lot of people like Narge who had abandoned WWE. It meant, okay, let's see if the product changes or if I'm just going to watch the same crap. So you're three weeks in and you're like, this is different. This is better. This is more like what I want. It's a slow build, but yeah. I remember how Triple H was with NXT, and I always enjoyed NXT. Up until the two point, and I, you know, I know you like two point oh. I, it's an it's, afterthought to me. It's not bad. I don't watch it every week, but I, tr- I watch when I know there's something big going to happen. But here's the thing with Triple H. Well, I'll say with Vince, it was it's a widely known fact. Everybody knows the creative team was writing for an audience of one, and that was Vince. With I think Triple Bully, H, Bully said that right. He said, I think a lot of people have said that. Uh, I watched I Busted Road Open. Said that too. Yeah, where people are writing each week to make <clears throat> the old man pop. Right. And now they're like. Let's, now, how do we make the people pop? Because right. Vincent in the room, we don't give yeah. a shit what he thinks. Well, I mean, you know, to Vince may he pay the bills, but he only has the money because of fans. Power. Well, I didn't hear a damn word either you said. <laughs> Heard people power and fans. I said to uh, to paraphrase the departed John Laurinaitis, it was he's bringing back people power. Yeah, essentially. Now, what did Mark? you say? And I was saying that uh, <laughs> oh. Vince might write the paychecks, but the where the money comes from to write them is from the fans. So yeah. if you want paychecks... Vince isn't the guy to please, it's the fans, because then Vince sees the money and right. goes, oh, I better pay you. And I'm going to say this, the merchandise, I think, has gotten better, too. The t-shirts. In the last three weeks? Yeah, like most of the t-shirts that have been out in the last year, I could care less about. No, I haven't bought anything off WWE Shop in maybe two years. It's been like that for me, yeah. I'm wondering if any of it has to do, not necessarily with Vince, but I noticed they are now a Fanatics experience. So Fanatics oh, runs, I know, and you know, Fanatics... So they do MLB, NFL, all that. I'm wondering if they have any input on what WWE's putting out. Maybe, but I'll tell you what, that new Edge shirt is kick-ass. Yeah. And that's that's one I'm, I may actually have to invest in. So, uh, Kyle, we got a couple questions for you before you go here. All right, can I put my thought in real quick? I, hope you, I wish you would. Oh, <laughs> you right, got thanks, the hot Marco. topic. That was the problem. We, yeah. see, we, we, I, saved, I, I, we, we got us going. So I can't uh, say anything. Yeah, like, please, I was please. trying to be polite. Uh, don't be polite, man. You okay, know the problem with... With Vince, was when he was in charge, was it was so predictable. You knew what was happening. You knew yep. who was going to fight who. And then now Triple H, he likes the unpredictability. He's going to go in a direction you're not expecting because that brings the uh, fans in. It's not, you know, oh, I think he's going to jump in there. Oh, I think he's going right. to jump in there. And then the third person comes in, and you're like, I was not expecting that one. And Nobody expected Cross do. on Friday night. Right, that's what I'm saying is Triple H will – 
bring the unexpected. And now here's my question. Will Do you think he'll bring Brian James back to be a producer because he's Triple H's friend and Vince let him go? And he's he uh, produced and directed that uh, StarCast. Yeah, he did the Flair show. Yeah. I, I think he should. Uh, number one, he's got a great head for, for the show. He was the he was the main uh, guy for direction for NXT during the black and gold for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, I think he'd be a and he knows what Triple H wants. So, so let me ask you this: I, it would not be a bad idea, but right now, who is feuding with the Ass Boys? The acclaimed, <laughs> the acclaimed, right? Rapper, microphone guy. Well, rap using rapper uh, loosely. Essentially, I like him. I know you don't. Why not bring Road Dog in over there? I know. Uh, Tony likes that sort of thing. So you bring Road Dog out. It's a blow off. It wouldn't last long. It's like right. when they brought Gangrel out with yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, the acclaimed with Road Dog against the Ass Boys and Billy. You know. Whoa, and then the, maybe at the end you get Road Dog and Billy doing something against all four of them. Maybe. And they kind of get a well, little Road, moment. Road Dog but. was saying on his podcast that when they come into WWE, they let them finish their already scheduled appearance. Yeah, they get to fulfill their dates. Yeah. So what if he gets it set up to where he can do that and then in go AEW back. and then go to WWE? That's what Jeff Jarrett did. I mean, Jarrett did all yeah. this. I mean, he just and did GCW cast. and then, yeah. yeah. So right. that was that was the question that I did wanted you get to bring see, up. I don't, is somebody talking about Ric Flair? Nobody's show? talking about the... Did you get to see Jeff Jarrett at the Ric Flair show? Did you get to watch that match at all? Uh, yeah, I've watched some of it, yeah. I thought Jeff Jarrett he put was on the a star of the show. night. Yeah. Other even Ro- even Road Dog said that because I watch his uh, Jarrett. Oh, you didn't know podcast. Yeah, I love that podcast. By the way, uh, Jarrett looked great. And another takeaway I got from that match is I need to see Andrade and Lethal go one on one sometime. Yeah, just, those two guys are top of their game. Well, they have groups. I mean, Lethal's yeah. got his little. Yeah, but they're all heels though. Well, they pretty much carried that whole show yeah. or that last match. They did, but yeah. Jarrett just he showed how to work as a. Oh, you a have heel. to, and you got a crippled old man in there about to beat the shit yeah. out of you. And I, I'll tell you who did a great job as a heel was Karen Jarrett. Oh, she uh, when she was yelling at Flair's uh, daughter. Oh, oh man, you thought that <laughs> shit was going down. Yeah, I really did. Like Rodolfo uh, said, it was all for Flair. It was for his personal, you know, to finish yeah, to do yeah. the match and everything. It's not about the fans. It was for him. Yeah. Uh, interesting fact too. I, as I understand it, Charlotte was like in the third row with a mask on, so you couldn't see her. Well, she I, was there. I thought I saw her at the end. So Rick was when he got out of the ring because mm-hmm. I heard somebody say, "Hey, Dad!" I think she was in like purple or whatever, and he kind of looked, but he was out of it. And that's when he went up the ramp, got the belt, and then went back down and started fist bumping everybody. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did, you get, did you see him fist bump Jimmy Lloyd? I did. <laughs> Jimmy was so happy. He was. Uh, Kyle, I'm going to ask you a couple questions here before okay. we let you go, uh, and also thanks for everything you've done for us uh, the last year. You've been one of our more regular guest hosts, even though you kind of annoy Narge sometimes. But I know. That's my all. job. That's hey, my but he, job. Fill, he fills in when I don't feel like being here, so I appreciate he, it. He does. <laughs> so, uh, what was your favorite moment in wrestling this year, across the board? Favorite moment in wrestling? Probably Brock lifting the, that I've never seen before, lifting the uh, ring. Also, I like the night that Cole and... Uh, was it Daniel Bryan now? Danielson. Bry- yeah, Danielson showed up the same night. Oh, with that was awesome. That was a good. So that was probably my favorite. Okay. And question number two, favorite moment from this show the, since in this past year? I have two answers. Okay. First answer is the Barry Horowitz interview. Second nice. one was me giving you guys shit. What was it, all out? About uh, you guys were going for Adam Cole, baby, and I was going for Hangman, and I 
told you guys we were going to lose, and you did. Yeah. So I continue to guys give you guys shit about it, and you that, have that's to. my. I, I know I have to. <laughs> I'd fly along with you guys. <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. That's true. Yeah, somebody's got to bust balls. So. So thank you. Hang on a minute. Uh, who started this whole yeah. thing? Yeah, Kyle we must was do a round one to bring the Terramana. We must do a Terramana round with Kyle. Sounds good. It's to me. important. Love Kyle start us off. Cheers, guys. Love Kyle, you. drink half that bottle. Go. Yeah, chug, chug, chug. Well, maybe not. You're driving. We don't yeah, I got to drive. Well, the garbage can. Which way am I going? Oh, you got to take a shot. I did. You already did. I did. I took a drink. Oh, no, see, so you guys hadn't played this game at the bar before. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, puff, puff, pass. I've done that one. Oh, you got to go again. All right. This is how you get the tasty. Corona. No, that's how you get the tequila. All right, Kyle. All right, thanks guys. a lot, buddy. Love you guys. We appreciate yes, it. You too, buddy. We gotta work on that Reed Zilla. Yeah, I need to figure out the font. That's the only thing that's stopping me. No, you no. Seen, in fact, in WWE? fact, you stop figuring out fonts, and we'll all be happy. Have you I seen promise. The, you've seen the WWE Steiner shirt, right? The Freakzilla. Yeah. That's that's the. Font. See, I was going over the Rodzilla. If we're gonna do oh, the Reedzilla, what we're gonna do? Well, if we're gonna do a Reedzilla, I'm going to picture a Godzilla and put his face on it. And Careful, that's he's it. gonna break Careful. our damn. Oh, he's gonna break the fucking studio. Ah, professionalism. <laughs> All right, Andrea, come on in, right. join us, squeeze your butt past that. Well, while Andrea gets all hooked this up last here, last but not least, right? uh, is our last. Uh, this our guest. last special guest in the rotation. Then and after that, we can bring them all in, and they can like fucking stand here. And, and we've we also, leave. And we've also yeah, got our uh, our top two Nard from our top ten Tuesday. To well, wrap let's up let's the list uh, let's do the top two, and then bring Andrea on. All right, so number two, nineteen ninety eight, Highway to Hell, Austin and Undertaker. Um, oh, Andrea, is that there the one go. with the body? Much better. Or was he? Which one did Jesse referee? That was ninety nine. That was take or Austin Mankind and Triple H. That's right. Okay. This is the one that was. Uh, they were both baby faces, but they were no. feuding, and uh, then Kane came out, but uh, Taker sent him back. So it was like they were teasing the Undertaker Kane thing, right? But yeah, uh, just all around solid match between the both of them. I can't imagine neither of those guys having a bad match, especially with each other. And uh, but yeah, so that's my that's my number two. Uh, that's Number awesome. two. I like that because I was in high school when that happened. Where's the drum mean, roll? I don't think I have a drum roll. Let me see and if I have anything even like close. I'll tell you what. For this show, here's the drum roll. <laughs> All right, Narge, I think you know where I'm going with this one. Number one. It has to be the first 1988 Mega Bucks versus Mega Powers. Yeah, love it. Macho Man hit the big elbow and Hogan stole the pin and. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is this the one? No. That was... See, I can't... It's the one where Liz took her skirt off. Yes, that's what I was going to say, where Liz yeah. took the skirt off, right? Yeah. Oh. Superstar I saw Billy Liz Graham take did a skirt off once. I was like, oh. Superstar Billy Graham doing a middling job at best on commentary. Talk about a crazy He's a salty old, old man. Bastard, I can't stand him. Not not kind to the nature boy after the... Uh, I think he had a little bit of jealousy, to be honest. Maybe a little bit. I think he's a little bitter because, you know, got the health problems and everything. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so that's our top ten... Uh, just to recap, Hogan Beefcake versus Savage Zeus, Benoit versus Orton, Warrior versus Rude, Triple Threat from 2000, Triple H Rock Angle, Rock Lesnar, Brett Taker, Brett Bulldog, Lesnar Reigns, Taker Austin, and Mega Powers Mega Bucks. I think that's a pretty damn solid list. That is. I, so I have to ask, no Shawn Michaels? Which no, one? At all on the list. Well, the only one he really was in the last match for was Vader that I no, can think of. No Edge? I don't think he ever finished a pay-per-view on SummerSlam. Uh, no. Remember, the, the trend is... John Cena. No? Hey, now. All Cena Brock at uh, SummerSlam, That was right? so one-sided, I couldn't put that on there. <laughs> that was just 16 German suplexes and an F5 and a 
just a squash. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so. That was a SummerSlam one year. Was it uh, Taker and Kali in the cage and Edge? Is that the one where he showed up at the end? That, that uh, big hole in the ring. It was over in Indy. Uh, was this Taker and Edge in the cell? Yes, and maybe Kali. I don't know. Kali I think was Kali involved. was involved. Yeah, uh, but or something. Like Taker did the choke slam off the ladder through the. The ring. ring? Yeah, okay. Calling not there? Yeah, I think that's so. the one I'm thinking of. I, my phone's dead. I don't it's, know. it's all good. All right. So we have our final guest uh, of the evening, Narge. Uh, she showed up on one episode, did an admirable job. And uh, <laughs> so we're going to have Andrea Lynch come in and join us. Andrea, how you doing? Fantastic. How about you guys? Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. On this but, one uh, year. Thank you, oh, thank you very that's much. That's impressive. It's yeah. already a year right. now? Yeah, it flies by when you do it every other week. <laughs> yeah. 26 episodes back. Actually, I think the tequila makes it fly back. That does help. <laughs> yeah. The tequila does. does help. I think Narge? I'm done with the tequila. Narge, would you? No, I got to drive. Oh, is, I was going to do a tub. Uh, Narge is going to Club La Vila before too long. He is. He's first going, he's going to, to. First, he's going to Music City. He's yeah. going to Smashville tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going, heading to Nashville tomorrow and then yeah, Panama. I love your cup choice right there. And oh, Yes. Then I was in. Next Wednesday, we're hitting Jerry Lawler's up on Beale Street. So. The Hall of Fame Bar and Grill? Yeah. Nice. So, I, terrible reviews. I heard it's a filthy place. So <laughs> You know, I watched the uh, Hidden Treasures with him so is last it like night. So it's like cams here? Yeah. I, oh, what no. It sounds, it's, it's like, like old well, cams. Hopefully well, they the, said the bathroom. Well, they said the bathrooms are absolutely disgusting at Jerry Lawler's, so we'll see. So where are your waiters? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Andrew, we brought you in here. We're going to talk a little bit about just the... Uh, the women's scene across the board today, uh, AEW and WWE. Well, and it's going to have to focus mostly on WWE. That's fine. Well, I don't watch AEW very much. Okay. Narge does. So let's, don't, talk, don't so let's talk about WWE. So the big thing, obviously, is uh, Bailey coming back at SummerSlam with uh, Dakota and EO. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like they've booked for the, uh, the Clash at the Castle. They're doing the six-woman tag with those three against Alexa, Bianca, and Asuka. Which I think should be pretty fun. From what I've seen the last couple of weeks with them, with all the pull aparts and everything, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I wish to apologize for the loud motherfuckers in the other room. That's our guest. The Keep, green room. Keep, I know. Keep it down. <laughs> Damn kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I blame Dwayne. I think this woman, I think, first of all, I just want to say that this is an impressive. Um, that was an impressive entrance of Bailey on SummerSlam there. Yes. I'm, I'm glad she's back. I wasn't a fan of her much when she was back in her like fun, dancey days, but I'm, I'm going to be an open-minded person with her coming back in now and see what she has to bring to the table. Because I felt like back then, I think Sasha kind of overshadowed her. overshadowed her a little bit, and she didn't really get to be on her own. I'm anxious to see how she um, – oh, man – Somebody's going to knock this over. I'm waiting. I'm anxious to see what this uh, new women's division is going to bring, especially with Triple H taking back over. Like, I am anxious to see. I hope to God, like, and then we have this draft coming up, too. Mm -hmm. And I hope to God that this draft brings a lot of those old, those women back Mm -hmm. that, like, and yes, I'm not saying this because Dwayne's in the other room and can hear me, but... I hope they bring people of like the likes of Nia Jax back or, you know, the rough around the edges people because that's what I liked about right. back in the wrestling area. And I honestly hope they think about having Trish Stratus, Lita, and everything come I, back. I don't think Trish is going to come back. I think she's happy where she is doing her thing. But Lita's definitely an option. She seemed to be enjoying herself when she, she was back last year. Yeah. 
What I liked is I noticed last night with the new women's tag tournament, they do have a group from NXT. Yep, they got Nik- your girl Nikita. Nikita and uh, Zoe. Zoe Starks, yeah. Yep. So. so it's cool they got an NXT team. I, I wish they would have done a, a, a qualifying match, have them against another team from NXT first. Yeah, my, I think so. My girl will always be on NXT, I believe, Mindy Rose. Mandy Rose? Mandy Rose. Yeah. And I Mandy's, think she should be Mandy. Dude, she's killing it right now in NXT. Yeah, she is. That's where she... I'm glad they took her back. I know mm-hmm. at one point people, we were like, why? But she and that group... Uh, Toxic Attraction. Yeah, yes. fantastic. I Gigi love that group. And the former Mrs. Darby Allens in that group. Is that Gigi? Gigi, yeah. yeah. I love Toxic Attraction. I think it's pretty cool. They're a lot of fun, yeah. They all have the gold right now. So right now, yeah. They have the right to have that title, That's that right. name. And until somebody shuts them up, then... I just... Part of me hopes they don't get called up. I hope they stay in NXT to work with these young girls that are coming in. Yeah. Uh, they got a well, damn good women's roster right now in NXT. Uh, I know you don't watch a lot of it. No. But, like, you got your Roxanne Perez, who I know from Ring of Honor when she was doing the thing. It was what, Roxy. Roxy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cora Jade, you know, uh, Blake Christian's girlfriend. Oh, uh, the who's girl doing Diamond some, Mine. Yeah, uh, Ivy, Ivy. Ivy Nile. Yeah. Oh. Then you got your uh, Casey and... Caden Carter, the tag champs right I now. I thought you were going to see Casey and JoJo. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> but uh, but no, the, uh, the only one I wish they would do something with different is Wendy Chu. She's awesome in the ring. I remember back when she was in Ring of Honor. You she, don't like Sleepy Wendy? I don't like Sleepy Wendy. It's It was fun for a few weeks. What was that gimmick she had before that? The uh, she was, supernatural? Uh, the, she was uh, Zyalee's, like sensei or something. She was Zia in the chair. somebody else, I think, that... They can do something with. Yeah, I, th- I I think they could definitely. Who was it that I was talking to you about the other day that had the kind of spazoidy entrance gimmick? I don't uh, like that. Was it Dana Brooke? I with it was when she came out with to summer on SummerSlam with Bailey. Oh, uh, Dakota. Yeah. No, no. Or was no. it Eo? Eo, Eo Sky. Eo, yeah. Uh, okay. She had too much of like a. A lot of bells and whistles. There. Yeah, uh, I just. It didn't look natural. No, that's right. You said you like you preferred Asuka over her. I preferred Asuka because at least, and when she does her promos and everything and tries to talk, at least she's trying to make sense and trying to... I think to... you said that last time. I'm not Mark. a fan of Eo's <laughs> promos. Have you ever seen the movie Orgasmo? Yes. Do you remember the, uh, well, we'll call them the Naughty Twins? No. <laughs> it's been a while. They were the Japanese twins in the movie, and her, their, their vocal style sounds very much like Eo when she cuts a promo. Yeah. My brother's laughing his ass off right so let me now. Ask, <laughs> we're, we're back to this, and I wanted to circle back around. Let me ask you this. So I want to talk about Bailey. Uh-huh. I missed Bailey while she was gone. Yes. Do you feel like she's lost a step a little bit, though? When she first, when she went heel and was doing all that, the ding-dong, all that, I felt like she was just cooking. Boom, boom, oh, boom. Oh, yeah, she was on fire. I feel like there's a disconnect. I don't know if she's quite got her groove I th- back. I think there's some rust there. Yeah, okay. I just uh, want to make sure I wasn't alone in that. No, I'm I think I'm she's still trying wanting... to find her bearings coming back. Yeah, like, could, I think because be. she's back on her own now. Mm-hmm. She's not back with somebody helping her out to like give her assistance or mm-hmm. she's not there to play off anybody. I'll she's be, back uh, on her own. Yeah, I'll be curious to see her in the ring. See how she does. I but uh, I totally am too. Rachel had mentioned she feels like Bailey may have put a little weight on while she was gone. She kind of maybe a little bit, but she still looks good though. She got to lose it in pants with all them pockets. What's in (laughs) those pockets? What's in those pockets? If she's a good if she was a good heel, she'd have brass knuckles, a chain. (laughs) Rachel does. She's like, why she got eight pockets on those damn pants? Like, is she (laughs) packing a parachute in one of them or something? Look like MC Hammer. So she may have put on a little weight, but at least she needed. She's carrying it well. She's carrying it very well. Well, she's always she's kind of had a bigger. And back as a, backside, yeah, but she and I think it's one of those. A lot of those folks that come back from being injured always have that, and then 
give it three, four months, and mm-hmm. she'll be back in ring shape. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, she has to get her bear. She has to get the groove back again. Right. She had months of physical therapy, months of dealing with having to be helped and everything. So now yeah. she's back doing this. Take it, take it from somebody that's had knee surgery. It, it takes a while to get back to oh, back yeah. in the groove. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not back. It's been 12 years, and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still gimpy and I limp around. But I think she'll land on her feet, so to speak. Uh, the big thing, I'll tell you what made me happy this past week. Uh, Shayna Baszler is finally kind of getting a little bit pushed. She's getting a title shot coming yeah. up with Liv. And this is, it's been missing with her. They just have not gotten her right this past, like, ever since she came up to the main roster. Her, uh, maybe you listened to the same busted open episode I did, but <laughs> her and Rhonda is a match that, that that's, it would be just like an old school throwback match. Those are two. They're not going to be afraid to lay it into each other. Right. They're friends. Right. Yeah. So it's going to look a little more. I don't want to say real. That's not. You know, but you remember back in the day, Dusty and Flair and all those. Guys, I mean, they were laying it in there. And I right. think Shayna and Ronda would have no problem laying into each other and still being buddies after. But yeah. that, I mean, that's a that match. would be one of those matches where at the end of it, you see somebody extend their hand to go. Great yeah. job, you did it. Like that would be one of those type Absolutely. matches. I actually had an idea for that back when Ronda was still full on babyface. I don't know what she's going to be doing if she comes back. It's something like she's going more of the heel route. But they have, and this came to me after she lost to Liv. They should have had it where on SmackDown she's backstage and Shayna comes in, just gives her all kinds of shit for losing to Liv. You know, you got this little girl pin you, right? And all this, it kind of make it a little bit personal between them and then just have Shayna go full heel. Just say, I'm tougher than you. I always was. You're just a name. You're, you know, just go, just go all out on it and then have them just do like what you're doing. Just have like almost shoot style matches. Yeah. One, let me ask you this. I like that, but do you think the crowd gets by? I just don't see Shayna. So I think you could do that same angle, but Rhonda legit did the MMA. Th- I mean, so did Shayna, but Rhonda was the champ. She could right. literally say, I'm done messing with this stuff. You and your your pro wrestling, yada, yada, yada. Or Ronda could be the heel. I think the fans would really rally around Shayna. Yeah, it's very possible if they went the route that I just laid out that the fans would get behind Shayna. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, but no, she's... Damn it, Mark. And you it's, set that up. It's, <laughs> and it's, we always talk about, we've been talking about it all night, Triple H and his NXT booking. In NXT, he had Shayna booked like a fucking world beater. She beat everybody. She beat yeah. everybody. And then Vince gets her, and she's taking with Nia and jobbing out to Dana Brooke. And, well, if you, you remember, know. Shayna and Asuka were his two. I mean, Asuka, nobody could beat Asuka. Yeah. Yeah. She was undefeated the entire NXT run, right? Yeah. Until the end, so. Or no, did she give up the belt? She gave up the belt. She didn't yeah. get beat. Because so she got hurt. And then when yeah. she got, That's then right. when she came back, she went to the main roster. So. That's so, yeah, impressive. it's uh, Triple H is pretty well known as being for the, for the ladies. So. I, I can't remember so her name because I'm not so intrigued in her. So, but the one who used to do the acting general manager, this just recently, Sonya, Sonya, Sonya Bill. yeah, yeah. What is her deal? Is she doing that anymore? Or is she no, she's back to in the ring now. She's back to in ring. She got removed from her position for being uh, basically being crooked. Good. She deserves to. I'm sorry. I, I mean this in no disrespect, but, she's still, but she was abusing her power. All of her promos are still about how Adam Pierce is awful at his job, and she should still be doing it. Which I'm, is a good callback. I'm but. glad to see her back in the ring after yeah. all the personal stuff that she happened. She would do some real shit. Yeah. She belongs in the ring more than she does on that management role. Right. Honestly, she's yeah. better in the ring. She she's a true honest. Yeah. She's a true ta- a talent. Yeah, she's damn good. And she's good. And her talents are not yeah. needed to 
facilitate putting together matches, she needs to be in them. Yeah. And Adam Pierce, he's doing pretty good. I like Adam Pierce. I've I liked, do too. I've liked Adam since he was a wrestler. I, I know that's not women's division talk, but still, I can. I'm having no, having my opinion. It's all good. And you know, I just for the women's division, mm. I hope hope because it kind of to me before COVID, it was doing pretty good, and then it's kind of starting to get a little boring. They yeah. need a shake up, and I hope this draft helps that. You yeah. know what they need? Hopefully they do it right. Yeah. They need, they need Charlotte Flair. Uh, no, she'll, she'll they don't back. need Charlotte come, Flair. Uh, no, they do. But. <laughs> no, they don't. I disagree. <laughs> but let's talk about the uh, the elephant in the room, uh, the rumors about uh, Naomi and Sasha coming back. Yeah. You yeah. call me an elephant? People are talking yes, that uh, <laughs> Triple H has got Whatever a good relationship with both of them. Sounds like it's a done deal and fixed. So yeah, so do they good. do they continue as a tag team or does he bring them up to uh, go after the singles titles to th- kind of help out? I thought last night they were setting up to bring with that car crash angle. I thought they were setting them up to bring right. it back and take out. But I thought it was it would have been weird to take out Nikki and Dewdrop, who were make sense as a team if they were coming back. They probably take out the NXT ladies. That's so, like the Misfits tag team right yeah. there, Nikki oh, yeah. and Dewdrop. It could be better. It, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they have a history together, going way back to the Indies in the UK, without the characters. If they, and I know why they're not going to let Piper be Piper because you know Piper, you know, Roddy Piper. Plus, sure. Rousey uses Piper's pit as a finish, and they're not going to call her, her old name with his Viper because Randy Orton, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then Nikki Cross can't be Nikki Cross because they got Killer Cross back. Uh-huh. But Dewdrop's terrible. Dewdrop, Dewdrop, it could be better. Yeah, it, it could really be a could be. Name. I, I just, it doesn't roll off the tongue. And it just... No, it, it seemed like... I think the name was originally like brought in because she came in with Eva Marie. Yeah. And it was supposed to be an insult to, to her. Right. To Dewdrop? Yeah. Yeah. And after she split with her, they, she could have just easily gone with a different name. She should have. Rebuild from, your character. From what I heard, she's kind of owned it, though. So, I mean, if it was her call, good for her, but Good I don't on know. her. More power to her on that. Yeah. I mean, but... Yeah. All right. So, Andrea, we're going to ask you the... the uh, the two hot questions we've been asking everybody as they come in here. Uh, oh, man. No favorite, pressure. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. There is no wrong answer here. Good, because I don't get I right of. ones on pop quizzes. Okay. Uh, favorite moment in wrestling this, this past year? Favorite moment in wrestling this past year? Well, that's kind of hard, considering the only times I've really watched it was the main events, and they've been here. Um, um, let's see. Honestly, and you guys are going to probably boo me out of the room. Logan Paul. Get your booze ready. Logan Paul. Hey. Logan Paul. I think. think Logan did a hell of a job. Logan defeating, taking the W. Mm -hmm. Like that to me was awesome. And he was an underdog and nobody believed in him. Mm -hmm. And then he just did that. No, he did a a hell of a job. Somebody the other day said they felt like Logan's done better in the ring than Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, that's what I, I heard. Saw that too. Did uh, you by chance hear his podcast with Triple H that they recorded at SummerSlam weekend? No. Pretty good. Uh, I had to fast forward through the first 25 minutes because it was just him bullshitting with his friends about stuff I don't care about. Yeah. That's kind but of the actual, for those things. But the actual interview with Triple H was really good, so I, I'd recommend yeah. it. The Impulsive Podcast, they call huh. it. So the the match, so it would have been at SummerSlam this past time, mm-hmm. the, the match against Logan Paul and Miz. All right. That would be one of my favorites. I'll take it. That's yeah. That's a good one. All right, and your favorite moment from this show in the past year? From this show in the past year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was probably me leaving 
out the room with the tequila, so we stopped drinking it. <laughs> Probably. Probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, no, because I could smell it, too. Right. Um, just, I don't really have a favorite from this show. Just getting to it. So what we're hearing here is she doesn't fucking care. <laughs> I, She's I prefer, not one of our favorite people. I prefer to take it as everything was perfect. <laughs> oh, no. that's it. That's the other way. It's like, it's 100% awesome, and so there's never a favorite. Right. I That's a say, good way to put it. I would say, actually, the favorite part of the show is that today is your year anniversary. And oh, that you guys oh, are, have successfully nice. made it a year. Yes. So that's thought? my favorite. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. And that all of us can be here to support you guys on it. Yes. That's my favorite, then. All right. Yes, well, cheesy, but hey, I don't care. A little it's cheese is a good thing. Yes. So. Now it's my turn. Narge. Yeah, and ask us. Yeah. Your favorite wrestling moment from the last year i don't know if it was in the last year i hope it was but i think my favorite was uh nick gage showing up at uh, AEW. was that 20- that was in the in the year of it was within i mean it was in the year of the show let's put it this way we discussed it during the show yeah. so it was within it, the it, year. it was never expected no and i think you know just we were such big fans of gcw and everything it was one of those moments where i thought this is really cool and nobody expected that on public television cable right. Right. So that was probably the, the, the Domino's commercial after the yeah. pizza cut. The whole thing it was it was almost surreal. So yeah. that was probably my favorite moment this year. Nice. And there were a ton of good moments for sure. Yeah. Nice. And, and favorite uh, moment from this show? I wore the shirt. Uh, Barry Horowitz. I just as a kid was one of those guys, you know. And I love Fonzie. I loved Cologne, KG, all those guys. But Barry just was open, honest, answered every question we had. Yeah. Um, my second, fa- I have actually two mo- favorite moments. Sure. My oh, other favorite oh. was when you made fun of Giant Gonzalez okay. while we had Bill Alfonso on, and he was offended. <laughs> that was my other favorite. Oh, I, I feel so bad. Are you a shade of red to match your shirt? A little you bit. You know, we have a kid. Mark Redman is actually not wearing a red shirt. That's his skin right now. Yeah. Hang on. Now, real quick, we have a camera this time, so I'm going to look right in the camera and because I look know, him dead in the camera eye. If if Bill Alfonso was over there. To this, if he ever sees this video, Fonzie, my friend, I'm sorry I made fun of Giant Gonzalez. I regretted it the minute I said it, and I, yeah, I just felt like a complete idiot when I said it. So please uh, accept my apology. And I, I thank you for one of my favorite moments this year. So, <laughs> You're very you. welcome. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mark Redman. Yes. Your turn. Your turn, uh, bro. Uh, favorite moment in wrestling this year? I've got a this the sentimental side of me. I got to go with Steve Austin and KO at WrestleMania. Nice. Yeah. Number one, just the interact the KO show before the match was awesome enough. Well, then the fact that, and we were watching this on your phone at the Fozzie concert, and we the didn't whole have, time we had no audio, so we just saw a referee slide into the ring, yes. and we're like, "Oh shit, they're having a match!" And then it was a fucking great match. When I think the best part was not we weren't the only ones watching. You no, there were people. The room at the concert, there were people all and over. Everybody is like. <laughs> if somebody ever time. wants to have the best of both worlds on their birthday, just leave it to Narge. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> he accomplished it tenfold that weekend. Absolutely, and we weren't alone. So, and, and to follow mm-hmm. your favorite moment about this this show, this uh, podcast, and this is going to sound very sappy. Oh, God. But, hang uh, on a minute. Hang hold on. on. Time Do we out, need the out. tissues? Time Everybody out. who's on. listening, grab your tissues. No, no. I'll you be don't right back. Hang on a minute. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to go camera south because y'all don't need to see this, but I'll be right back. Okay. okay. Dragging this past 8 o'clock. <laughs> Talk about something else for a minute. All right. Well, so we'll build the suspense. 
uh, we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes. Nars- Did you have a favorite guest that came on this year out of ever? I know you appreciated them all. I appreciated them all. Uh, I think it's got it. And do a- we have another guest coming on? Oh, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. But, uh, yeah, uh, probably my favorite guest we've had was probably Fonzie. Just because Fonzie was a dream come true because, you know, we've been a fan of his for so long. Yeah. I actually felt bad about Guys, that. Guys, there's a, there's a leg there. Yeah, be careful. But I felt bad about that interview because I felt like, I and I think we discussed, I felt like I was talking all over everybody on that uh, interview. You were fanboying a little bit. I was bit. fanboying hard, and I, I mean, felt bad about wife. that. Uh, hey, there's hey! a wife. Oh no! Hey, there is a female in yeah. your life. It's just not us. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah. So my favorite. Uh, so my favorite. Come on in, Stacy. I don't want to be on camera. Don't. <laughs> no, don't worry. Keep going. You're, you're in Mark's camera. Nope. And now you're. Nope. All right. All right go ahead. Favorite guest. Have any makeup on? Oh, neither do I. Neither do I. <laughs> neither does he. Eyebrows. Kyler's the only one in here with makeup yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, favorite moment of the podcast. It's been the whole thing. I mean, you guys, uh, anybody that knows, we know so much. I like podcasts, especially wrestling podcasts. So just to get to do this with all you guys who are like, like an extended family to me, it's just been the meant the world to me. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully uh, this has been a, an awesome year. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's only every other week, but, uh, Narge, you know, we do this shit at the bar every weekend when we're out. We just talk wrestling much to her uh, annoyance and your and your spouse. We did that again. Now we can kind of cool it there because we do it here. Yeah, so. we do it here. <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> but they don't. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean. We now actually enjoy what we're at the bar for. Yeah. yeah. But but I wouldn't do this with anybody else but you, buddy. Uh, seriously. Uh, I know. Well, full time. You're going to put a ring on it? But uh uh, I want to thank all of, all these guys behind me uh, for stepping in with us and helping us out when we need you. Uh, Wearing we try the to, shirts, yeah. uh, wear, taking the koozies, yeah. all of that good All that stuff. stuff. You got the wristbands. Uh, I want to give a, a shout-out to some people that aren't here. Uh, Keith Gibson, Co-House Orange Radio. He, was, he wanted to be here, but he yep. had some stuff he had to do. Uh, shout-out to him and all his stuff yeah, we, he does. We, we miss KG tonight because yeah. uh, he's been uh, – a big support of ours, and uh, he runs Clubhouse. Huge help. Lounge. Gave us some advice. Lounge radio. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. So. And he's yeah. co-hosted with us a couple times. Yep. He, he has. Great. Uh, he has. And we uh, had uh, Gary Vesselio. Yeah, we my missed buddy, him tonight. My buddy Gary Vesselio, uh, my tight team partner in the Third Wheels, uh, helped us out the first time Narge couldn't do it. He was here for our Kevin Gill interview. And uh, he's the other guy I talked about wrestling more with than anybody. So shout out to him. I think he's still listening right now, so he hates when I talk about him like this. And... Uh, but then all of the guys we've had on, we had. What Bob, your, you keep forgetting one. Who am I forgetting? Your brother. Oh, oh no, I, I got to talk say. about my brother Johnny Good Times and, and uh, goodness. Uh, I'm his favorite guest. <laughs> we a- haven't decided that yet. AJ Orsted. <laughs> AJ Orsted. AJ. AJ. Airman AJ. Yeah. Uh, so my brother helped us out on one of our YouTube shows uh, before WrestleMania. Uh, he's Swain. Oh, jeez. Oh, that son of a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens when let people know. come in here and don't know how to do shit. Dwayne is breaking things here. I'm not breaking anything. I'm just standing here. <laughs> that was cool. The None of y'all watching this saw this, but all of us saw we're like, oh my God, it's going to go down. I thought it was going to go down. The thing over there. Look, there's that. Right. The, 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 oh, Jim Cornette hit the deck. 
Right. Corny's on the floor. He's had enough of this backyard yeah. mud. That's what happened. Shit. He fell. Right. He jumped off there and he took out that light by himself. All right. So don't yeah. Don't do anything. So, don't do anything. You're good. So thanks to all you, all you guys, uh, Gary and Keith and AJ and uh, all the guys we had. We had Fonzie, uh, Carl, or Carlos, Alex Cologne, Kevin Carlos, Gill, Kevin Gill, Ninja Mac, Gringo Loco, Cavazos. I still think the best interview we did was Hulk Hogan. Now you guys go right. listen to all my episodes and you'll find it. But, uh, but yeah, then I mean, every, how many people said Barry Horowitz was their favorite moment of this yeah. show? Narge definitely awesome. did. Uh, Barry was awesome. Uh, we had Camaro Jackson come on, Rain Victoria, David Cavazos from Zero One, uh, and I'm going to take this time. Uh, our next interview, I'm Gringo Loco. Oh. I mentioned Gringo. Okay. But uh, our next interview we got coming up on the next episode is uh, a guy that some people may not be aware of, but he was from Ohio Valley Wrestling, a uh, longtime friend of Jim Cornette. I don't think they are anymore, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Kenny Bolin, who was a uh, manager in OVW. He was actually John Cena's manager when he first <gasps> was breaking in. Easy, Andrea. <laughs> uh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, he's going to be uh, calling in on the 23rd with us, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, he's got a lot of stories. He's a fan the old memphis stuff back in the day and then uh we got a returning guest coming up we haven't got a date set up yet but uh kevin gill's gonna be coming back before too long the voice We're of gcw to, the voice of gcw he was at the brick flair show we'll find out some stuff from him oh that's that. the f-bomb guy yeah yes. i like him we gotta work on getting mlj on here too i'm working on it yeah, i'm working great, on it so. and uh but yeah so he's send him some beef jerky he'll there come you go on. but yeah so he'll be coming out we got once i get a date set up for that and then uh yeah, then we'll be doing your movie episode before too long, probably. That movie episode is going to be a blast because yeah. I know movies. I don't know wrestling, yeah. but I know movies. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, everybody in the room, real quick, can we hear it for Mark and Mike? Because they've been doing this thing, and this started Just out from today. nowhere in a bar. Woo! Congratulations. Oh, I'm going to Barry Horowitz myself right now and pat myself on the There you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just want proof you just saw a hand that was not Narge's patting him on the way, back. You can't see <laughs> it. We have never had Denhausen on the podcast. I got my spicy water coffee mug going. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Uh, com. You can get this for thirteen ninety nine, And uh, you can also get some other stuff on Pro Wrestling Tees, Narge. Yeah, uh, we'll share more. Yeah, the Narjamania shirts. Yeah, we you got can get the JTR shirts. Uh, yeah. ProWrestlingTees.com slash JTR pod. We got all kinds of cool stuff on there. Plus, there. we got there a go, new... Kyler. Uh, Kyler's got... Kyler's got arguably got one of the coolest shirts we've got. That's got awesome. that, that rock and roll yeah. skull is just awesome. And we got a lot of people wearing the original logo shirt here. Uh, Narge, Marco's got his four of a kind baseball jersey. That's right. But, uh, but we got some cool stuff. We got a special limited edition one year episode uh, anniversary shirt going up. We got a logo and it's got a you know, little. We got a lady shirt. Got a, a lady shirt. shirt nice. A patriot shirt. Yeah. So a, go a check Marco it out. Shirt. You got a Marco shirt. That's the his one that should never up. sell. You should get on there, buy you a Team yeah. Marco t-shirt in honor of his birthday. Yeah. Then we got the Narjamania shirt. Yes. Uh, we got, Couple colors. Yeah. Got the uh, Presidential Seal Ramon style shirt. Got, That's one of my favorites. You got my uh, Motorhead style. I haven't got that ordered yet. But. And the math shirt, which I got a lot of compliments yep. on. Oh, the math that. shirt. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's us and tequila equals yeah. here's a podcast. Yeah. And then the one that I really like is our priority shirt. It's the yes. one that's got the stuff on the back. I haven't that ordered it yet. As good as my one. But uh, yeah, go to check it out. See, uh, find some stuff you like. Order it if you want to. It helps us out. Uh, helps us pay the bills. Check out the yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube Over. channel. Jump in the real podcast. Check out the Narstastic Voyage on YouTube. This guy, uh, <laughs> Kyler, and his robust sidekick. 
I'm just going to say that Kyler knows how to open a wrestling box. He, he does. does. He knows how yeah. to open a wrestling box. He may not hey, know everybody in the box, but he knows. Yes. <laughs> hey, he's not the only it's one. It's all about the presentation. <laughs> but he is and doing he a, does it well. Yeah, he's doing right. a stellar yeah. job, and by yes. the time he's 18, he will have a career and won't need your motherfucking asses. That's right. He'll be nope. a big deal no, baseball no, player no. back Brian then. Brian and Jerry Dudley, so. Yes. <laughs> all right, so I think this is a good time, Marco, to kind of wrap it up. So on behalf of Marco and Narge, uh, everybody behind me uh, and everybody that that's been a part of the show in the past year. Thank you very much. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. So see you later. Come on, somebody knock it over before we go. Okay. I was just standing here. I don't know what they And don't knock off that light again. I don't know how you're out of the Man, like, I can't catch it. Oh, it's okay, Dwayne. Okay, figure out what you're doing, Ingo, because I want to get